Oh yeah, it's time to enter the Wild West. Try to save your dad, meet your brothers, call a bunch of Native Americans racist names, get shit on by a donkey, sing a goofy song, and help invent baseball. Because on this episode of Geeked Up Presents Netflix and Chat, we watch The Ridiculous Six. I'm Devin Barnes, and with me always is the Tallahoo to my hoo-hoo, Liam Whalen. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> howdy, wait, howdy, Liam. <laughs> That's your first out of my wacky shindle voice in a movie. Yes, uh, <laughs> if my intro to Liam didn't give it away, this is definitely a Sandler flick. Oh, and wait, it's not City Slickers? Uh, <laughs> Sandler's <laughs> Gold? Listen to this one here. I know, it's such an epic, uh, Old West song too, like bringing it in. <laughs> like, oh, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, you wouldn't have known what we were watching. <laughs> Trying to bonk your head. Of it like, would have been a good one for Roma. Now that we mention it, <laughs> yeah. actually, I mean, hey, Prometito was good, but uh, but welcome to the show, everybody. That that's the first of many Sandler impressions <laughs> you're going to be hearing this episode. First, uh, first note that I wrote: wacky <laughs> Sandler voice! Exclamation point! Yeah, <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Um, so yeah, welcome to the show. I guess this would be. I a- went with the Sandler, uh, not to cut you off. I went with the uh, lunch lady Sandler song, yo yo yo. If okay. you didn't pick up on yo 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 yo. yo, 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 yo. <laughs> so uh, that trust was me, my- that song is engraved in my head. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, I guess. Well, uh, spoiler alert, actually. Yeah, but- it's a big one. <laughs> it's a song that doesn't scare me much, like. Uh, Nightmare yeah. on My Street. Hey, I guess. And listen back. And thanks for uh, for celebrating Halloween. Or uh, I guess what was our Halloween? <laughs> I forgot our spooky. That's one. right. <laughs> it was a spooky Halloween, but it was a best of clip show on the uh, Geeked Up podcast. And of course, yes. we did a uh, spooky Netflix and chat with uh, In the Tall Grass. Me yes. and Liam got ourselves out of the tall grass. That uh, goddamn Seth Rogen and Joe Hill were, uh, yeah. were terrifying, and then yeah, Seth is still <laughs> stuck in there. <laughs> but uh, the Rock is still champion of the field. <laughs> right. But you got to listen back to. Uh, That's right. The last I guess episode. they did conclude our whole trilogy. That's right. Of, of our time loop, our bandit time loop trilogy, our bandit time loop trilogy. So we uh, got back to basics on this one. Um, you know, we I pulled one out of the box. It wasn't a spooky ticket. It wasn't a golden ticket. It was business as yeah, usual. Yeah, because it really was, I guess. You have to listen back to find out the whole cumulation of our uh, t- Bandit Time trilogy or Time Loop trilogy. Bandit Time Loop However, trilogy. ending in like a, a Stephen, in an almost eerie, spooky Stephen King style with pulling a golden ticket that perfectly fit not exactly perfectly, but kind of fit our time loop whole oh, yeah. theory. No, for but, sure. But yeah. golden ticket style unintentionally including sure. our time loop. We were trying to find a spooky Netflix movie, new Stephen <laughs> yeah. King movie. Why we're not? Boom. We both love it. Agreed Watch the trailer that. for it. Watch the trailer. And we're like, holy like, shit, another oh goddamn time loop. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> With bandits and everything. It was like, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bandit so time you loop gotta trailer. listen, so I guess it concluded. It started, however, with Io, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, rolled right along into the arc. Correct. Or was it arc? I always forget. A-R-Q. <laughs> and then concluded within the tall grass. So watch all three movies and listen to all three podcasts yeah. before... Uh, or else you before... won't get it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> or don't even try. Uh, 
It's uh, especially it really, it's, in the it's tall our guys. own Avengers universe here. The <laughs> yeah. goddamn trilogy it was after 15 years we finally uh, Liam are and I moving are just on, dopely walking our way through these movies <laughs> while all these characters are freaking out and everyone. But super excited for today's episode. We've literally been talking about it since day one of Netflix and chat. We have. Dying to get our hands on a Sandler flick. Because God knows there's <laughs> enough of him on there because he has that yeah. crazy deal with we'll, Netflix. Yes, and we'll get in that. But Sandler really revolution putting Netflix on the map uh, in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. But really uh, so huge, in all honesty, for the evolution of Netflix. Yeah. Uh, but this is the first of those... Uh, and as well the first comedy, but I guess yeah. to get back into the Netflix thing since we were on it, but we talked about it, I guess, you know, he's, uh, he, we'll get into his timeline of the resume later, but I guess it was, you know, we talk about it's only been over the last couple years that Netflix really established themselves as a major production studio. For sure, yeah. Last year with Roma, now this year the Irishman and major productions, but of course. it was around, you know, now we're talking five years ago, roughly, that Sandler signed this, like, exclusive mega deal with yeah. Netflix. Netflix. It was like a six-picture deal or something. Was yeah. like, you know, we're just coming out of the era where they're fucking mailing the v- the, the the VHS tapes to us, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Netflix sure. style. You know, I guess Orange is the New Black or one of those shows. Was Orange big. is the New Black was a big one. That's uh, when they started like winning Emmys. What was the Kevin Spacey show? Oh yeah, House of Lies, House of Cards, or House of Cards. House started of cards. off as like you know TV shows were big. Yeah, but then Sandler really uh, uh, sol- uh, sol- gives him legitimizes him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's almost just like one of those things where you got to think of like a lot of Sandler movies were bombing, you know, because you know you <laughs> and I weren't going out to the theater to see them. But Netflix has the money to like throw at them. But like, yeah. all right, Sandler, here's like a hundred sure. million dollars. You give us a six picture deal. See, I don't know if they really were they bombing. Do you think per se? Well, because they were all getting terrible reviews. Reviews for yeah. sure. But I feel like definitely between the money as well, like the creative freedom for Sandler, like you said, Sandler's already uh-huh. made. In these just crazy movies, he already has his own production studio that's kind of making them. Correct. So why not just have an exclusive, you know, uh, platform to like put them on? Yeah, for sure. That's not going to bother you. You're not going, you know, you can do your silly one, your rom com, whatever you, your serious one. They don't really give a shit. They just want you to keep on pumping them out. And each one, he does a different voice, (laughs) (laughs) a different radical voice, and he actually kind of talks like this. (laughs) All right, favorite Sandler. Uh, I guess maybe a. Spoiler alert to our kitschy question segment, but a favorite uh, uh, a Sandler voice. Give okay. it to me. Okay, I go for more of the uh, the uh, whisper. Well, that maybe we were doing like this. I do not know. That we Stop will. looking at me, Schwan. Stop looking at me, Schwan. Because then, <laughs> all right, that's a good one. That uh, <laughs> see, I go for more of the definitive. Uh, little Nicky, <laughs> why are you going? stop being a spooky, uh, spooky ticket and do an Adam Sandler movie, Devin? I tell my brothers hit me in the face with a shovel. <laughs> Here's my boyfriend, Chris. <laughs> oh wait, that's a different. Uh... That's uh, another Sandler flick. <laughs> that's Skinny Jen, not uh, <laughs> not Little Nick, but uh, that that's my go-to. I go more Little Nicky. More of a Little Nicky. <laughs> but there's so many. You could do like a, a Water Boy. And then, of course, the I, I, I love to do my hack cliche. A Anything, much like a lot of my text messages with you about when we're going to record this. Yeah. All included on. Tell who? Tell who? 
Yeah, really, man. There's uh, so many different voices from Sandler. <laughs> you kind of forget and what I he. Guess this one was a little bit more of a wild west. It had. It was, and he almost had a Batman voice going. He I was, was calling it his Batman voice. I felt like he still had like a touch of Waterboy though going on. That's you true. Know what I mean? Because he turned a head there. <laughs> it was still goofy. Yeah, it was very still like goofy, half, yeah. you know, half retarded goofy, but a little bit more Batman. Yeah, uh, it was supposed to be sounded badass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but um, let's do. Uh, I'd say a quick, quick breakdown of this movie, like I do some of the stats, uh, if you will. Uh, it was rated. What would you guess this movie was rated? A classic uh, Netflix TVMA? <laughs> Great question. I mean, I guess this one could deserve an R, I yeah. suppose. Well, no, I mean, at least a PG-13. I mean, well, definitely, but I think that there was I, I uh, there was definitely some blood, definitely diarrhea killing a person. <laughs> yeah. So that might be graphic violence enough. Yeah. I mean, to... there is decapitation. He does <laughs> yeah. throw an axe in someone or a knife in someone's head. There is, like, so, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess uh, I'm going classic Netflix-style TVMA. You're close. Uh, TV 14. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know the difference. How edgy the culture is when, when me and you were 13, we could barely watch The Terminator. <laughs> yeah. Now a 14-year-old's watching uh, Boro Squared Diary all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess some things are timeless. That means he likes you. <laughs> um, I guess we could do a whole separate podcast on Schneider wacky voices. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but or of just, course, I go with the Robmeister. Yeah, for the sure. Schneiderster. I mean, not even the voices Schneider does, but like every character is... Always use the same voice, but like a kind of like a totally different character. He's like the character of a Sandler voice, if yeah. that makes any sense. And I, we'll get into Schneider in a moment or two when we give our cast rundown. I don't want to die. I don't want to just distract you. Yeah, the cast so rundown is going to finish off with the stats. The cast rundown is going to take an hour itself. But oh I'll give you gosh. the runtime is an hour and fifty nine minutes, <laughs> which I would say it was a western. Like it was we a western. Said. Sure, it's sure, a western. Sure. I'll give it that. Its category is a comedy western. <laughs> uh, their synopsis. I mean, I would say parody or spoof. Has to be somewhere sure. in there. Not according to know. Netflix or uh, IMDb. <laughs> uh, the synopsis they give is, is an outlaw who was raised by Native Americans discovers that he has five half-brothers. <laughs> Together, the men go on a mission to find their wayward deadbeat dad. All right. Sure. I mean, they d- forgot to mention wacky voices. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, they, really, that, they left yeah, a lot out. Uh, the director is Frank Karachi. Uh, does other comedy? I got a feeling the director. Uh, it was a puppet regime with the real director being uh, a guy named Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a feeling it had a lot to do. With. Um, here's the cast now. Now uh, hold James on, to your, hold on to your cowboy hats for this one because <laughs> I actually have two pages here. Of yeah, because I, I was mean, like, and I didn't, this isn't even everybody. These are just the people that were worthy of mentioning. <laughs> All right, here we go. Topping it off, of course, is Adam Sandler as Tommy. Then we got Terry Crews as Chico, George Garcia as Herm, Taylor Lautner as Little Pete, Rob Schneider as Ramon, Luke Wilson as Danny, Will right, Forte. So those, I guess right okay, off the bat, sure, those are the, the brothers. That's the ridiculous right, six. Those right are there. the ridiculous six. You get Sandler and Schneider, Luke Wilson, uh, uh, Hurley from Lost. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Terry Crews. From being Terry Crews. From, yeah, from the Old Spice commercials. <laughs> yeah, from the Old Spice commercials, exactly. And then Taylor Lochner, who I'd never... Now, Taylor Lochner, is this the guy that got the chick from Full House in so much trouble for uh, the college? <laughs> is this... Uh, What's her face? Laughlin's son. No, That's no, why no, he's no, in the no, movie because no. this, this is the uh, guy joke, from uh, this guy. from uh, all the Twilight movies. He okay. was 
You remember everyone was either Team Edward or Team Jacob? I don't remember this that. This is Jacob no, himself. I, okay, I see. So one of the cast from... So, all right, so he was a teeny bopper sensation. He looks a lot like Ashton Kutcher. He I was kind of has that could, vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. I was thinking that he might have been the guy from Dumb and Dumber, but then I realized that that was indeed Ashton Kutcher, I believe. Was that Kutcher and Stifler? No. Or was that this guy? And Kutcher else? and Stifler is Dude, oh, Dude Where's, where's my, my Car. car? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's right. Who was Dumb and Dumber? Are you sure it wasn't this guy? Dumb and Dumber were just too random. I'm sure you've seen him in stuff, okay. but they're nobody worth mentioning. It should have been this guy. He would have killed yeah. <laughs> young yeah. Lloyd He had Christmas. definitely Lloyd Christmas vibe. <laughs> <He would've... laughs> Teeth included. Yeah. But right, uh, so that okay. was where th- those were the actual six. That's just the six. Okay. Now everyone else is kind of uh, spread apart in this one, so there's no certain category. But here we go. Will Forte is Will Patch. Steve Zahn is Clem. Harvey Keitel is Smiley. Nick Nolte is Frank Stockburn. John Lovitz is Grant. Whitney Cummings is Susanna. David Spade is Custer. Danny Trejo is Cicero. Nick Swartzen is Nellie Patch. Blake Shelton is Wyatt Earp. Julia Jones is none other than Smoking Fox. Vanilla Ice is Mark Twain. Uh, Lovell Crawford is Gus Patch. Steve Buscemi, Doc Griffin. John Turturro, Abner Doubleday. Chris Parnell, the bank manager. (laughs) Jared Sandler, Babyface Patch. Jackie Sandler, Never Wears Bra. Norm MacDonald, oh, wow. Nugget Customer, and Chris Kattan rounding it up as John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think of Very, all the movies we've yeah. watched so far, this is the most Easily epic the most cast star-studded list. cast. <laughs> yeah. Literally more, you just mentioned more people than the entire cast of all of the entire trilogy <laughs> of the last movies, literally. Yeah, for and sure. they're all just major epic stars. Yeah. A lot of them Harvey in uh, just very brief, hilarious cameo, cameo roles. Mm-hmm. A lot of them in significant cameo roles. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them yeah. in just regular movies. I guess kind of the other big gang, maybe to group up, but but there is like the gang of uh, rivals against him, which is Schwartzen, yeah. Lavelle Crawford, Steve Zahn, uh-huh. and then uh, his son, which I didn't realize till the end. But you said Jared Sandler. It's when they gave his the... nephew. Oh, his nephew. Okay, his when nephew. they gave the pictures at yeah. the end, I was like, oh, a young Sandler. I didn't know who that was. And then you I also had to look said, that up too. But who was the other Sandler? His that wife. Played... Oh, okay. His wife. So is, this, like, uh, the character with the huge dance was never wears bra. Never wears yeah. bra was <laughs> hilarious. I want everyone to know how big uh, how big my wife's jugs are. <laughs> and then there were other. Nick Nolte plays their dad, yeah, a pretty Nick significant Nolte. role. Harvey um, Keitel is Smiley. That's Harvey Keitel plays kind of one of the anti, and then pretty much everybody else plays very much hilarious, yeah. you know, cameo one-off roles. People you'd expect we'll to see in a Sandler movie, exactly. Spade, all of John Turturro, for sure. Buscemi, Buscemi, uh, uh, which kind of does, I guess, get us into one little talking point there. But uh, uh, definitely, like you said, familiar faces all over mm-hmm. the place from what I like to call the Sandler Mafia, for sure. In okay. A lot of ways. But uh, uh, like we said, Tatura, Buscemi, just all these guys, uh, uh, Schwartzen, has yeah, kind of, of course. on Norm, they sneak into everything. Schneider, of course. You know, I was surprised. Uh, no Kevin Nealon in this. No Kevin Nealon. You would think the there would have been a Nealon cameo somewhere in this movie. <laughs> somewhere he must have been filming something. Uh, I, so I he 
some film and something else. Much like a Tarantino movie. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> for sure. Who are you looking for? Buscemi as always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Michael Madsen somewhere yeah. along the way, of course. Buscemi transcending the Tarantino gang and the uh, Sandler crew. <laughs> the Sandler mafia. <laughs> but yes. But great roles. Some of them you had to miss. One thing that I felt was interesting, I guess we'll kind of get into it later, but uh, 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 I kind of missed Norm until you pointed him out afterwards. For sure. We were discussing where he played like a very quick pop in scene. I mean, but blink your eyes, was, you miss him. Yes, but then there was also like the uh, uh, Chris Catan who played uh-huh. John Wilkes Booth in the Lincoln assassination, who I kind of looked up was pro- uh, was uh, actually played by Dan Patrick. Who's like the guy from ESPN? Oh, oh, old, who like, Lincoln, like, right? Like, played, played yeah, yeah, Lincoln. yeah. And that was one of those right. that had flashed on the screen, and I was like, "Who was that?" Like, I didn't know. Sure, who that's it such was. a good point. You yeah. know, because like you could, you could see, but both of them, like you blink and you're missing. Yeah, but they're both big stars that I guess are Sandler's friends, you know, and like whatever they just. But I was kind of hoping I thought it would have been interesting, a little twist on thing. I thought maybe for a hot sec they had Norm play Lincoln because you know Norm and Catan had that big beef, so I thought it might have been like opera po that they. Had. Hold on. I don't know the Catan Norm beef. Do we <laughs> have a 20-minute uh, <laughs> I mean, sidebar like, on the podcast? From, like, stern interviews and hilarious Norm clips, just Norm would, like, brutalize Chris Catan on SNL and just okay. always make fun of, you know what I mean? That and, tracks, and, yeah. yeah. for sure. And Catan hated him because he was getting... Oh, he was getting bullied? 90s bullied by Norm. <laughs> yeah. That'd <laughs> be brutal. you could get away with that shit. I want two different people, too. Chris Catan. <laughs> exactly. like, oh, wow, this is fun. Yeah. Shut so up. I was thinking maybe he was the one that actually assassinated uh, you know but it was uh, no it was Dan Patrick yeah. right? so that was kind of one of those that like there were so many celebrities and so much stuff going on it kind of kept you engaged as you're watching through it does yeah you know but yet every big character was played and perfectly cast like the main antagonist was Danny Trejo yeah perfect, perfect. the fucking dad yeah. Nolte is the dad was like a perfect you know for I mean? sure uh, Danny Trejo too is always playing. Hey, Danny, you want to play the same role you <laughs> know, always play? Yeah. No problem, <laughs> essay. <laughs> exactly. Where do I sign the check, Holmes? And uh, I guess, like what we were saying too, though, is that uh, if you listen last week, we were, and what we were saying at the beginning of this too is that we are. This was a big movie for us because we are such huge Sandler fans from like growing up and like watching some of those old classic Sandler flicks. Yep. Uh, Really, even before that, uh, I guess dating all the way back to SNL, yeah, and uh, and of course even the hilarious Sandler comedy CDs. Oh hell yeah, man! <laughs> Which me and you have definitely talked about. Probably dudes our age, I guess Sandler as well. That's kind of a, a major talking point, but really like comedy legend and icon for dudes our age for chi- for children of the '90s. Me and Dad sure. both like 35, 36. And it's also one of those things. Don't want to don't wanna divulge my exact age, but uh, <laughs> it's one of those things. Well, I'll kind of do it this aspect of it. Is that like my mom knew Sandler from SNL, and then like I was I seen Billy Madison was probably like the first like big Sandler thing I've ever seen, yep. and that's how my mom knew it. So to get a Sandler comedy album, she didn't know exactly like how yeah, filthy for sure. it was. Like, but nobody, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, at that so time, listening was, to it, know. especially at that age, is just like <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've ever. Fucking and I guess heard. even comedy CDs are a thing of the past. I guess really. Uh, uh, you have to kind of have a little bit of like a musical comedy inclination sure. for them to work. But when you can kind of do musical comedy, it really helps with the CD fact. Yeah. Well, the and Sandler- me and you are defi- 
definitely big uh, musical comedy. Our early True. inspirations in comedy. Uh, <laughs> Weird Al, top of the list. For sure. For sure. <laughs> but I guess look no further than the uh, catalog of geeked up songs. I mean, you consider ourselves <laughs> musical <laughs> comedy wizards ourselves. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, the good thing, too, I mean, those songs were big, too. Like the Hanukkah song would get played on the radio. Yes, like, they sure. had videos for them. I remember no Steve Polychronopoulos was just, <laughs> they had a music video for that. <laughs> yeah, that, like, that would air that on yeah, MTV. Sure. I'm a big fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, uh, the other good thing about those albums, though, too, is that they did have the songs on everything, but they were so full of like three minute sketches stuff, and so weird. Sure. Like, I'll still say stuff to this day, and like maybe one out of ten people will catch it on if someone's like, oh, it's the nighttime out. Like, the nighttime is the right time. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. little things like that. I think no, for sure. no more some... quoted. The one person that people do know is the, the goat sketch. I okay, think people yes. still inadvertently quote that. <laughs> just like, I ain't got no fucking dukes. Uh, you know, there's okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. many uh, the goat no, I things. I remember there was one that I forget what it was. But there was one specific one. No, they're all gonna laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there one sketch as well that it was just like him taking a really long piss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, there was. I think that had like a hilarious quote. But there was. They was at a club. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god! Yes. That's right. But That's I remember right. there was one thing that we would always quote. That then, like you said, as the as the CD lost relevancy, the quote remained. You know, I'm totally drawing a yeah. blank on what it is now, but. There was one of those, but uh, yeah, very just in general comedy CDs, bloody buddy, past, but like weird and just such a perfect kind of like we were talking a little bit before about Sandler's Netflix freedom, mm-hmm. just a perfect platform for Sandler. Do a couple of jokes, couple of songs, some weird sketches. Yeah. You put it all together, it works. Any of them individually, maybe not so much. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, just okay. Just like a straight, and even I guess uh, uh, we'll give you a full Sandler. You know, IMDb breakdown in a minute. Spoiler alert! But uh, fast for uh, fla- uh, fast forwarding all the way to to now, or most recently, where a couple years ago he released his comedy special on Netflix. Yeah, yeah Netflix, yeah. which is pretty hilarious and just a great like Sandler being Sandler for sure. Some man. Goofy songs, some like off color kind of content. You it's know what uh, I mean? like, yeah, weird, it's... just weird stuff. It's definitely like a trip down memory lane, like but most recently that like Sandler like reminded me of like why I love Sandler. It was very yeah, reminiscent sure. of the old CDs. Absolutely, it was a lot of him just doing shitty voices, <laughs> and it's like and absolutely hilarious. Was it funny for nostalgia purposes? Yes. Was it? it was it funny in a lot of ways because it was Sandler? Probably. Yeah. If it was some like unnamed guy doing the same stuff, would it have been as funny? Probably not. Probably not. However, no. I definitely you know very solid funny. Show. Shit, you yeah, know what I mean. And the Laughing fact from the that beginning, he's a comedy, and for us, I guess, like his, we've kind of fallen out of the way with his movies. And I'm going to give you a full breakdown in a second here. But it was, it was great to see him back on like top form as a comic, a comic. And yeah, you could be like, all right, this is why the man's a legend. Because it's not the. I mean, that's obviously where he got his start. I remember like being a kid and like my friend's older cousin who was in college, going to the University of Delaware, was just like, oh, I saw Sandler perform last night at our school, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. So he used to do. Exactly yeah, yeah, that. For sure. like, would run that comic. No, yeah, circuit. for sure. He was uh, he was a com- he was a comic. You know, uh, I guess that'll kind of get us into the breakdown. Then should we? Sure. Give you I the guess f- the only thing I'd say on that though is that as a '90s comic, that uh, your bit as a '90s comic hardly ever stands up to nowadays. 
And I feel like Sandler doing the exact same thing he was doing back then, now on this comedy special, still totally plays. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's a good like call. Something they didn't really have to evolve. Silly voices silly and silly songs, songs are timeless. <laughs> yeah, like, that's true. I know. Have you ever like, Rock, watched irrelevant David Spade humors. stand up now from like back then? It's brutal, dude. Yeah, yeah. Brutal. <laughs> but like you see him now on like his show on Comedy Central, and he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. But it's like. No, comedy is the kind of thing that does get dated. Even like yeah. comedy classic comedy movies mm-hmm. which would be interesting to go back like i still hold billy madison a, a timeless classic yeah however Top. animal house hunk of shit overrated hunk of shit <laughs> <laughs> you know and uh, <laughs> like you know it might be just a sign of the era that you're from maybe some yeah. douche 10 years younger than us looks but caddy shack sucks dick <laughs> happy gilmore yeah, yeah. on the Number other hand <laughs> a timeless classic yeah yeah so i guess that we've done enough teasing the sandler resume and i guess we did it to you last week where yeah. i gave you the uh, uh, in honor of stephen king's epic catalog <laughs> we gave you his his list of movies that started with the letter C for no reason. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but now we're gonna give you Sandler and this one, <laughs> this one a much more comprehensive yeah uh, list. I'm pretty much giving you all, uh, all the stuff, especially when we get to like main heart of Sandler time. All right, giving you pretty much the whole run through and really just an overwhelming uh, <laughs> just barrage of like movies where you can picture. The douchey movie poster, uh-huh. at the very least. <laughs> yeah. All right, and I want Devin to play a little game uh, as I run through, especially when I get in the kind of the the, the meat of the IMDb list. But mm. I want to give you the seen it, the seen it, not seen it list. Gotcha. Because we're gonna be amazed I'm... at how many of these hunk of shit Sandler movies yeah. we've seen. I'm gonna be it's honest. It's just amazing. I probably like... have seen most every movie you're about to <laughs> rattle off, dude. And and I guess it starts even before the movies and even before SNL that I was uh, 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 surprised to learn. I guess one of his early breaks was he was a recurring cast member on The Cosby Show. Okay. A little bit before our time, like me and Devin say, we're kids of the 90s, both 36. I say for us, TV started around the early 90s. Mm-hmm. We start, So the 80s, we kind of missed. Like, we're not familiar with every Cosby show episode, much like Leo in the Growing Pains. Yeah, 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 yeah. For <laughs> I sure. know it existed, but so I guess Sandler played I'm guessing Cosby's daughter's white boyfriend. Yeah, right. You out of your mind in the Huxtable House? <laughs> the Huxtable no, house. he was one of Theo's one I of actually Theo's know stuff about this. Okay. He was actually one of Theo's, one of Theo's like friends. dopey friends and I okay. think he got him in trouble. Now there's this okay, other white kid that gets Theo in trouble. Okay. There's also this old other old running theory that you'll hear old white racist people say but a lot of them are like every white person <laughs> that's on the cosby show is portrayed as like a bumbling idiot okay interesting and uh adam sandler if is, this theory well, holds I mean, true that's a, a perfect is, cast job yeah, for sandler no like <laughs> is he singing does not slouch in the role people uh, but he's just like you're sorry dr huxtable i thought whiskey would be already to prom night <laughs> <laughs> perfect i guess sandler as well on that same kind of theme another hilarious uh, highlight of the imdb schedule but uh uh, uh so i guess that we half a seen it you know, I remember <laughs> yeah, I could, I could you picture know them it. all standing yeah, in tuxedos sure. and like with their heads I mean, down. for a show that came out when we were four, you're doing pretty <laughs> yeah. good. 
but uh, uh, I guess an early also ABC after school special Sandler plays quote unquote the drug dealer. <laughs> Want to just like down? stumble on set? I mean, it might be a reoccurring cast from uh, from Cosby Show. Yeah, who's he selling they to? Rob them. Schneider. <laughs> yeah, for real. Okay, I but, have not seen that. So then, as uh, of course, as well, left off of the IMDb list for some reason. However, me and Devin as well, if you recall, may know him from the early days of MTV. Okay, with our main man Colin Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Which is the most ridiculous show of all time, uh, uh, Colin Quinn. Uh, but uh, Colin Quinn played, you, which was a thing again, like kind of before our time. Uh, uh, kind of before our time, so not exactly familiar with it when it aired, more as like a pop culture thing. For and sure. I always thought that it was hilarious. First of all, Colin Quinn, like snarky, grumpy Colin Quinn <laughs> of the late 90s, being on like the cutting edge of MTV. Yeah, exactly. What's going on, kids? That's he's the a, more wild thing to think about. Show, man. I'm Sandler's being goofy over there. You know? <laughs> it is just, yeah. Especially like the Colin Quinn now, to think of him as like, <laughs> welcome to remote control. Yeah, and he was like the first. Insane. And that was MTV's first ever non-musical programming. Yeah. was a game but, show <laughs> <laughs> starring the guy. You know, what's, uh, what's up with all you doshies? Uh, trying to answer these questions. You know? Yeah, it's wild. And like, Sandler's sitting over there. Now, Colin, I'm asking the question. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. When I was in New York and I had the tour guide who I didn't like Nice try, pal. <laughs> um, I guess that's one of those uh, shows, too, kind of like the Cosby show. But something I think I probably found out about after I yeah. started liking, because, again, it was a little before. It was like 87, 88. No, for sure. It was airing, so again, five-year-old me wasn't watching that. No doubt, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was always something that was talked about. Yeah, saying it was the early days. Also, uh, uh, another who's the other hilarious guy, uh, uh, Jeff Ober or whatever that dude that like wound up. He was in a lot of the bad '90s, early '90s movies. Okay, but was also on that. So also Roger Cabler, I think, who was yeah. the other like <laughs> bad early '90s comic that would do bad impressions. Sure. And stuff. Oh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was like there's like all these like 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 just. Classic late eighties bad <laughs> comics, and then Sandler, and then Colin Quinn. Oh, yeah, can't right. away over here. When can I start doing my political humor in front of you? Kids? When do we get to go on uh, Saturday Night Live? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that was what was next from Mr. Sandler. Sandler, was Saturday Night Live? However, as uh, in nineteen ninety. Yeah, wow. Sandler started the SNL epic SNL career from ninety to ninety five. So we are talking about. Especially for – like I love to point out children of the 90s over here, but really the true golden age of SNL. Mm. And I'm looking right at you, uh, Belushi and Piscopo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off, Bill Murray. <laughs> you know, for real. Uh, Dan Aykroyd or whatever. <laughs> but uh, no, Eddie but for real. Mur Eddie Murphy? Who? <laughs> <laughs> but when you just look at the cast on SNL that Sandler worked with – over his time, uh, of course, you got Dana Carvey and Mike Myers, Chris Farley and Chris Rock, uh, 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 Kevin Nealon, like you talked about, mm. and Rob Schneider and David Spade that are like it's his insane. closest yeah. boys, as well as uh, Phil Hartman, one of the comedic geniuses of all Phil time. Hartman. Wasn't uh, what's his face on there too? The... What's his face was on there. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's a uh, marsupial, isn't that uh, <laughs> Dennis Miller time? Isn't uh... Dennis Miller was maybe yeah. 
probably right around there, if not a couple mm-hmm. years earlier. Maybe Will Ferrell on the back end. I mean, that would have been. I remember too I early. Think Will, no, I think that's too early. Too early. I think Will Ferrell and that whole cast. But Chris Norm Kattan, on the back end. Norm now is one of those people that. Tim like, Meadows probably on the back end. Tim Meadows probably for all of that. I mean, Meadows was on <laughs> there for Moore a long time. Was another guy that was sure. Chris Elliott, I think, was Conan O'Brien. Conan was a writer. Conan. David Hale were writers yeah, for yeah. that cast. That's crazy. I right? mean, it's just he, absolutely insane when you just watch really those sketches. Just every person in the sketch, including Conan and David Tell, is like the background guys. Mm-hmm. They're just all like comedic, you know, legend, comedy legends almost. And arguably, uh, I guess, behind. And then there's Ellen Cleghorn. <laughs> <laughs> Julia let's, Sweeney? Let's not forget <laughs> Ellen Cleghorn. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching this one thing once with, uh, not to get into too much in SNL, but. Uh, oh, bring it on. Julia bro. Sweeney, I Although, think it was. Although, spoiler alert, we're getting into it later. Post, a, post like, one of those VH1 interviews things, talked about how much she hated being on that cast because she would have like a fun weekend update oh, character hilarious. planned out and they'd be like sorry it's getting bumped sandwich got a new song about his red-headed sweatshirt <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry julia sweeney you're on but the like, back of, you're on the back of the line to mike myers but even in that cast too i would say second best uh weekend update host maybe behind norm but kevin nealon was kevin uh, nealon and was sandler one mafia of the, yeah, like we said was one sure. of the best weekend update hosts Definitely. i'd say norm then kevin nealon subliminal hint evans an asshole uh subliminal <laughs> Yes. yes, he was very good at doing the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Kevin Nealon, and then also who we just mentioned, Colin Quinn. Colin Quinn. Really working with that. But there's your, you know, entire '90s uh, SNL mm-hmm. uh, dating back to Mr. Marsupial Band himself. <laughs> but I think we went from Dennis Miller to Kevin Nealon, yeah. to Norm to Colin. Correct. I think yeah. To Tina Fey was she? Did she take over? I think or? Fallon was there before. Oh, Fallon, I think right. it was Fallon and Tina yes, Fey. Yes, yes. And then it was Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, then Amy Poehler and uh, Seth Meyers, then just Seth Meyers, and then Michael Shea and Colin Jost. Wow, you really... We really nailed it. I think it Chevy was, uh, Chase was the was first one. Who was before Dennis Miller? Any idea? Or you said Chevy Chase was the first one? Yeah, because yeah. there was Chevy Jane Chase would have been the original. Slut. Yeah. And Cole. then Dan Aykroyd and okay, uh, Jane Curtin was the next one. Okay. Hilarious. All right. So there was the... Okay. So those are the... And we're going to get back into some other SNL yeah. talk later. Spoiler alert. Kitschy questions coming up. But so that that brings us to our SNL, through the SNL portion of Sandler, I guess, sp- uh, uh, kind of spiraling into his film career via uh, uh, SNL, however, with his first role, I'd say, was Coneheads. For sure. Where he played the uh, boyfriend, correct? Uh, no, Chris Farley played the oh, boyfriend. Yeah, Chris Farley played the boyfriend. <laughs> Sandler was, uh, what, again, dopey friend? Yeah, or? exactly. I think he was, like, worked at the mechanic place. <laughs> okay. And he was, like, Farley, he was, which one went out with you? <laughs> All right, I see. So, but, and then another similar kind of dopey uh, uh, supporting friend role, great movie, tell me if you know where I'm going, was kind of the backseat, but he, amazing. Airheads? Airheads. Are you going Airheads? Exactly. Yeah. going Airheads. Where's Brendan Fraser? Yeah, the Lone Rangers the Lone themselves. Rangers. <laughs> exactly. Great movie. Some shitty band like hijacks a radio station to get their demo played. Was this now, do you think, the first him and Buscemi's first... Uh, oh, great call. Beginning of the friendship yes, of Buscemi and Sandler? It's got to be, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Buscemi not so somehow not making <laughs> SNL, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but Airheads great movie from the nineties. Uh, 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 and then here's another one that was on the list. I'm going to ask you about. I'm not familiar. Could it be one that I missed or a uh, just a Sandler dud? But mixed nuts. Mixed nuts Any is idea? a Steve Martin okay. movie. Interesting. Where like Steve Martin is a uh, think psychiatrist, and All like right. different people show up in okay. his house. I remember like there's a very young Ray Donovan in Dragon. Right, and interesting, but probably lots he, of other young people because Sandler was a young someone. Yeah, I think he just has one of those cameo roles where yeah. he's just like one of the patients. So I guess that Never was kind it, of though. it for for Sandler. I'd say first era of Sandler's career. All right, getting us into like 1995. He just he's just leaving SNL mm-hmm. uh, uh, and done with these supporting cast roles. He's done with being the drummer. Now he's Billy Madison. Oh yes, starting in '95. I'm gonna rattle off a couple of flicks. He goes Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Bulletproof. Hell yeah, Dana the wins. Wedding Singer. Nice. Uh, uh, the Water Boy, okay. Big Daddy, nice. Little Nicky, oh yes, uh, The Animal, which I guess is really Schneider's movie, yeah. But he's, Sandler's, yeah, yeah, you know, he's barely in it. I guess yeah, for sure, barely in it. I guess there's that's in, like a Will Ferrell this, cameo th- role. No, for sure. There's a, a list of cameos as well. He's also in around this time Dirty Work as well as Deuce Bigelow, the other yeah. Schneider thing. Around. So I guess that one doesn't really count. Uh, uh, in the Dirty list Work, what of, he's the devil, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But okay, so uh, from Little Nicky, however, so I guess Happy uh, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Bulletproof, Wedding Singer, Waterboy, Big Daddy, Little Nicky. Yeah. Epic epic stretch, bringing us to 2002. All right, so seven years of fucking sick movies. 2002 goes serious on us, Punch Drunk Love. Yeah. Okay. Then Mr. Deeds, uh, uh, Eight Crazy Nights, and Cartoon. Anger Management. Which okay. all big, huge blockbusters, Eight Crazy Nights especially, not necessarily our favorite, but like turned into a holiday classic, a perfect platform I'll say I like Eight Crazy his... Nights more than I like Anger Management. That's true. I'll okay. give you that. Anger Management with Jack Nicholson, mm-hmm. huge blockbuster, definitely fell short. Potentially where it all kind of starts falling apart for Sandler, uh, right? Because from uh, Anger Management, now we got 50 First Dates. Okay. We're going back but serious. 50 First Dates was huge. It was a huge, huge movie. Huge hit. Huge yeah. hit. People loved that movie. I mean, was, you know, did they? Uh, uh, Schneider being the Rastafari guy that kept a joint in his ass crack. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rest of the movie, not so much. Uh, but okay. A huge hit, I guess. 50 First uh, A Spanglish Back to serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, the remake of The Longest Yard. Okay. Major blockbuster, uh, uh, anyway. Uh, a click. Yeah, which okay. was like the weird kind of, you know. Fast forward, rewind. Exactly. Christopher Walken. Christopher uh, uh, Walken. Uh, I pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Okay, that was big another smash. big move, yeah. Now we're at 07, all right? So we're talking, you know, over 10 years of Sandler's career. All right, now, okay, maybe I jumped the gun on 50 first dates. However, now I can argue <laughs> is when Sandler kind of fall, really starting to fucking run off the rails as we go, don't mess with the Zohan. Okay. That came out, I remember, a very depressing summer in my life. Where <laughs> just, don't mess with the Zohan. And then the love guru, the Michael Myers oh, movie yeah, came yeah, out. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, wow. Wow, my two childhood heroes officially blow. Yeah, eat like shit. wow. <laughs> um, so don't mess with the Zohan. Uh, 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 I guess uh, funny people thrown in there. Funny people, I think, I is like a great for sure. Our first hour and a half. 
really cool depressing movie. closing it, hour. And not a half. supposed to be a comedy. It was a drama Sandler yeah. movie. But so I'll give him that one. However, I'm going. Don't mess with Zohan. Growing ups. Okay. All right. But growing ups, could you could argue is kind of a hit. No, for sure. Find his niche Major again. blockbuster. And whole I think that was the whole cell. was like, look, it's all of Adam Sandler's friends in a <laughs> Absolutely. movie. It was like Rock. Chris Rock. Sandler. Spade. Spade. He's part where he's now Schneider. Kevin James somehow. Well, they're bringing back big goofy. Chuck and Larry magic. No, I was going to say, I mean? he somehow wound up in the Sandler mafia after Chuck and Larry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so Grown Ups is a big smash. Uh, uh, just go with it. Major rom-com, I believe, with uh, Aniston and Brooklyn Decker, the supermodel. I believe that was that one. I thought that was uh, Blended. I think Blended's another super... uh, Oh, you're right. I think they did do two movies together. You're right. Aniston did. Uh, uh, Let's just uh, go with it. I, same fucking movie. Yeah, okay. Ro- sure, rom-com sure, sure. on the beach. We forgot to be giving you the scene at Yes, Scene at Nose, by the way. Yeah, well, but pretty much I'm running 90% on most yeah, of these yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, so from Just Go With It Now, now we got a back-to-backer of <laughs> Jack and Jill. Oh, and that's that, my brother. And that's my boy, where he plays his own <laughs> sister and then a grandma in back-to-back movies. That's my boy. He plays Adam Sa- or Andy Samberg's dad. Uh, Andy Samberg's Grandma, though, right? His dad. Oh, his dad. His dad. This is normal dad. Oh, I but it was doing his a grandma. fucking hilarious Boston accent. Okay, okay how are you, this one? Very good job, Dad. <laughs> All right, nice. Now, uh, Tom Brady tattoo on my back. <laughs> uh, uh, so that's my boy. Then we got Grown Ups too. Uh huh. All right. So now, not as good. They lose Schneider in the sequel. <laughs> oh Whatever God. fucking Schneider was up to. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that brings us to 2014 is Blended, okay. the other Aniston one. Okay. Without the hot swimsuit model, however, uh, 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 the cobbler. All right. Which was the uh, cobbler? Oh, that was the one where he puts on someone else's shoes. <laughs> you walk a mile in someone's shoes. I think it was supposed it was to kind be of like serious, a yeah, 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 magical comedy, kind drama, of, yeah, sci-fi. In the mix as well, he also found himself in the uh, Hotel Transylvania, okay. animated series, making you know gazillions of dollars off of those, as Big well as hits. Pixels. Another animated smash hit with with his boy Kevin James, yeah. the new Sandler Mafia member. All right, now entering the uh, the the current phase of Sandler's career. However, with uh, uh, 2015 signs the epic contract with Netflix and dum, Chat. Dum, dum. <laughs> right, <laughs> as we're going. Uh, this was actually the first Netflix and Chat movie, I believe. Was the Ridiculous, ridiculous Six? Six? Yes. Starting uh, off hot. <laughs> starting off hot with The Ridiculous Six. And just in terms of really starting off hot, uh, at this point, Netflix is an unestablished you know, st- uh, uh, production platform. Coming out with all of these stars, getting every one of his mm-hmm. friends to like do cameos for some shitty... Yeah, you know, I don't think it's that hard for him at this service. point, though. No, like, that's true. But I mean, it's like, you know... Okay, you're going to make a movie. Is everyone ready to get paid standard <laughs> minimum? <laughs> yes, sir, Adam yeah, Sandler, yeah, yeah. sir. I will be getting paid $20 million. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so we got Ridiculous Six, the do-over, I believe, yet another Jennifer Aniston Jesus or Christ. Drew Barrymore. Maybe Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Uh, 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 Sandy Wexler. I've seen Sandy Wexler. <laughs> right. Oh, I the will. do-over, no. The do-over is him and Spade. I've seen Okay, that. okay. It's that him like and an Spade and like, he's like an FBI agent. Okay, Spade's yes. a loser. All right, that's true. Sandy Wexler. He plays a uh, agent. Okay, the week of... The week of is he plays a dad, him and Chris Rock. Him, Chris Rock, yeah. Uh-huh. Before the wedding. Like his assuming? daughter's marrying Sandler's okay. son or uh, vice versa. Uh, back with Jennifer Aniston, I believe, in Murder Mystery. Yep. 
Him and Aniston, a murder mystery. Uh, uh, I've seen uh, it. And then I believe not a Netflix and chatter, but upcoming release, bringing us all the way to the future, Uncut Gems, which I like to talk about. Okay. Yet another, like, Is depressing it a dark. No, I think it's a serious role. He plays like a. Uh, New York City diamond exchange. Who's jeweler. gonna cut all these gems? <laughs> exactly. How oh, these gems are on? Who's gonna cut them? Oh, I have so many gems over here. <laughs> but just an absolutely amazing. <laughs> Just run of movies yeah. for real, like another. I want to say, besides uncut gems, I've seen <laughs> almost every one. No, of them. but I mean for real, even the bad ones. I mean, straight on through. We're, we're going to go through them all again, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but Conan's Airheads, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Bulletproof, Wedding Singer, Waterboy, Big Daddy, Little Nicky, all in the nineties, all absolute must-sees of the nineties. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, 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 for sure. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, Billy uh, Madison kind of just. I mean, even talking sure. about like the albums is there's still shit i will say to this day 100 percent. and then like i don't know if people know what i'm about. i feel like that one more so but if it's really hot out you might hear me make it's too damn hot for a penguin there's to be running around <laughs> nudie, yeah, magazine, day. Oh, nudie uh, magazine day so then in the 2000s however the whole stru- the stru- stretch of movies not exactly thought of as classics but huge names quality stuff punch drunk love mr deeds eight crazy nights anger management 51st stage spanglish longest yard click chuck and larry uh funny people the grown-up series uh you know yeah yeah for yeah. 10 years, like, all right, no classics, but name another, you know, comedic actor banging out that high volume of movies yeah, yeah, in a yeah. decade, you know? Uh, uh, and then as of late, the production hasn't really stopped, but if this movie <laughs> was any, uh, uh, you know, reflection on movies, he's still doing very Sandler-esque stuff. Mm-hmm. Having a good time, which is a very, like, another Sandler thing you do got to appreciate, but he's got an extremely diverse range of movies, but they're all very Sandler, you know, like, goofy. What do you think comes first, the voice or, like, the character in the movie? Or is he just like, I like to do this voice. Oh, what if a guy like this played football? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I'm going probably more character because there, there, it's like very common themes. There's either like, he's like, it's either like a, uh, he's dating a hot chick or be, or playing a tough guy. Yeah. You know? No, you're right. Pretty There's pretty much very every role, like, he knocks somebody out. He's either he's super cool rom-coms. or like a big loser. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he's either like the cool Like an guy. over-the-top, crazy, yeah, retarded yeah, yeah. loser. Or the coolest, or guy, like the like coolest guy you've ever met, <laughs> or Steve Polychronopoulos. <laughs> but I mean, he's as well got like you know he wants to try to punch through as a serious actor, so he's mm-hmm. got a whole bunch of you know punch drunk love, funny people like we said, real solid, funny people. Yeah, is you know, a good probably one. his best serious work. That one's good because he plays fun of himself too. He's basically playing like a dark version of himself yes. in that movie. Because there's at least two different times in that movie where they talk about like. The goofy movies he's made yeah, that movie yeah, yeah. He, where he's like, yeah, just like the baby stupid. genie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I didn't wish to be Speaking of those movies, he's got lots of those with, you know, like we were saying, the whole grown-up series as well as the Longest Yard, like, mega cast remake mm-hmm. and Anger Management with Jack Nicholson, you know, or uh, Chuck and Larry with Kevin James. For sure. Like, huge stars. But yet then still the just the ridiculous, goofy Sandler shit like Jack and Jill or 
but so dude, Jack on. and Jill with fucking Al Pacino. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Al Pacino like, is like <laughs> top of the call sheet on that movie, right behind Sandler. It's insane. And Pacino so was heard to say, Sandler. like, it was one of the funniest scripts I've ever read. <laughs> it's like, dude, Pacino's fucking lost his mind. But again, a great time for Sandler to like be both of those things where like him as Jack is like really cool and runs a business yeah. and does that and then no, he also call, gets to yeah, play sure. like oh, I'm, I'm crazy <laughs> like you do this voice and uh, as well Sandler uh, uh, always employing the mafia like we said mm-hmm. as I'm sure Schneider in every single one of these movies pretty much yeah. uh, but yet he is well not afraid to give back to his boys he's always uh, he'll be in hot chicks you know, sure, sure, sure. Like appear in Deuce Bigelow. Or you can even say one of his biggest Happy Madison productions, which I guess should kind of make the list, would be uh, Grandma's Boy. Grandma's Boy, for where sure. Where it's everybody from the Sandler films except Sandler. Yeah, for sure. And, and uh, literally like a, a comedy classic. Great yeah. one, dude. Yeah, no doubt. A great, hilarious movie. <laughs> I think that was probably like the first Nick Swartzen collab. Yeah, I think he started he, popping up in all the sure. uh, Happy Madison now, productions after that. Yeah, now full-on Sandler member. But as uh, so just all in all, when you look at his work, and then of course there's the early classics. You're happy, Gilmore. You're really mad. Mm-hmm. Just all in all, you know, just uh, uh, an overwhelming, you know, without really having what you'd consider a classic in the last like 20 years per se. Just an amazing number of like he never lost top marquee relevancy. No, and just all of his, you know, I guess now with Netflix, exactly. being a little bit of a different thing, but just all of his movies. Like we can tell you the synopsis of pretty much every one of Everyone his movies will. without doing the IMDb. You know what I mean? It's like. But again, I think another big thing of that too is the reason these movies movies bomb is because they're not 90s kids they're like making these movies putting them out in the theaters and people are like this movie sucks that guy's not funny and it's like what are you talking about man like <laughs> did you hear the goofy voice yeah what are you <laughs> fucking nuts and uh maybe we're aging ourselves you know That's what I mean? I mean like much like joking around but like would this next generation's big Sandler be no. like Seth Rogen and yeah. the Judd Apatow crew That's which true. I guess Sandler was in the Judd Apatow yeah, I mean movie. I guess you kind of put them over with funny people yeah. kind of usher giving them legitimacy in some ways but it would be interesting in my book to get like a 22 year old on the show and is Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison are those thought of as comedy classics yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean I like, think that, yeah maybe not man like do kids still watch not, Tommy honestly, Boy and Wayne's like, World I was like the and... asshole that like told you know like told the older kids that i thought animal house like i just didn't think that it was that good i don't know yeah. everybody's cracked out you know what i mean yeah so no, just no, no. like i don't know i Maybe like animal house but i will say i feel that way i do feel that way about caddyshack, like caddyshack where i'm just like way, all right caddyshack's funny but like as a kid i just remember like really liking the gopher <laughs> like that was a big takeaway yeah. i'm all right <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the funniest thing ever and uh yeah you know so it, it would be interesting to know if yeah. uh what this well, I generation guess we can find out with the, with their opinion on the ridiculous six because yeah. I guess that would well even much if you're listening to... young millennials email us in yeah. are these movies uh, classics I don't think we've thrown out the email there yeah, yet for sure but email us in at the geeked up podcast I mean, at gmail.com boy and then go who made who is this happy uh, Madison and then get yeah, yeah, yeah. and watch happy Gilmore <laughs> and uh, recognize how much better it was than Schwartz and I'll do you this one before we actually get into the ridiculous six uh and this is always one that people go back and forth on. What do you think is better, Happy Gilmore or Billy Madison? Because obviously Ooh. we could both agree that those are his top two. Yeah. Of all time. 
for sure. Uh, but what is your number one in that? Wow, uh, good call, good question, good question. I would probably have to go Happy Gilmore. It's crazy. I am just definitely in terms of you know a little bit a little bit more of. Uh, I would have to go Happy Gilmore, just I guess in terms of just a little bit more of like a mainstream kind of related, less weird. Yeah, okay. And just out there, but I do love Billy Madison. Yeah, see, Billy, I would have to know. go. Billy Madison is. Uh, is my is my favorite. Yeah. Damn, Happy Gilmore is right there. Billy Madison just again has like the weird side cast, the weird the plot. whole Buscemi There's angle just and never, Billy Madison. Norm Macdonald and then that fat guy always just <laughs> hanging around. <laughs> yeah. Are the they playing Marco Polo? Penguin, <laughs> yeah. The uh, but that's one that I the whole movie just bonkers. If There's I never a serious back, moment in that I movie. If I watched him back. I would have the feeling, good call, maybe I would say Billy Madison on the tie end, perhaps better, but would it be safe, fair to say that looking back on on those two, there'd be a greater chance of Billy Madison, if you watched it, being like, yeah, this is kind of just weird and goofy and like too silly and not no, I think I've... Or however, there'd be zero chance at like uh, uh, Happy Gilmore... You know, dating itself or being like a sign of his best. Not would, even for me and you, but like. No, no, I would agree with you. Like, the point like, is, like, I've like, never we'll seen one of these either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a feeling that happy that happy Gilmore would go over more with the millennials than yeah, Billy Madison. However, maybe me or you would appreciate just because they Madison. like the mom from Modern Family. Like, oh, it's the mom from Modern Family. I like this. <laughs> but I mean, Happy Gilmore is just this all-time classic too. It is very, very, a little bit very, less like fucking good. abstract and I mean, weird. Than, even uh, take away the golf stuff, all the nursing home scenes with Ben Stiller oh, are fucking amazing. For sure, I even. Anyone else's fingers hurt? The uh, <laughs> fucking crazy asshole with the nail in his head. Yeah, 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 <laughs> that yeah. maniac and the guns don't kill people I kill people sure of course and then and there's I'm always the like, guy uh, hey you suck oh, Shooter McGavin <laughs> no, well, Shooter McGavin of course <laughs> one of the best time villains but uh, the guy that's yelling at him the whole yeah, time yeah of course that's another hey, great asshole <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure but uh, so I don't know definitely I'd say though perhaps I'd probably give it to you though you're probably right Billy Madison probably is more yeah, hilarious however just... I'd say Happy Gilmore maybe a little bit more mainstream appeal I mean I mean, you got to say Billy Madison. I'd say, I'd say Oscar got... fodder, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Cult classic, Cult Billy classic Madison. Billy. I mean, Midnight you got Chris Farley as the bus driver. Yeah. Come oh, on. Dude. oh, come on. What am I talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if peeing in so, your pants was cool, I'd be miles. I mean, yeah. Who could eat 20 bags of lunches? <laughs> I tell you, who did it? The goddamn Sasquatch. And then it just shows Norm MacDonald and Chris Farley and the other guys sitting there eating all the lunches. No the explanation at all guy, for like... why Norm MacDonald and the other guy are there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that's true. Veronica Vaughn, I mean. Uh, so hot. <laughs> and again, a couple of songs, some hilarious yeah. songs as well. Of course. <laughs> Do you have any more gum? More gum? That's another thing I was fucking still say. If anyone asks for gum. Do you have any more gum? <laughs> All right. So uh, officially, the official yeah. verdict, Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Barnes wins. <laughs> I guess but. that's the show, guys. Thanks for tuning in. But wait, there's more. We, uh, you get to hear our official review of the Ridiculous Six, and I guess uh, just to get right into it, the movie kind of opens up with uh, Adam Sandler. You get to meet. He's uh, dressed in uh, what would you say Native American gear. You get the appearance that he was like one of those like 
classic movie stereotypes because I guess a lot of this too. And this, this is very. Would would you would you go as far as to say period piece? I would say <laughs> it's not so a period a piece s- when it's a spoof. Kind of a spoof because it <laughs> does spoof. play on all the tropes For of sure. like old west no movies. Doubt. It uh, is a one hundred percent quite like spoof a gun kind of poof spoof. But, I mean, not so extreme as Scary Movie or Naked Gun, but kind of right but, there. Yeah. yeah. The next level down where it's like yeah, a yeah, Bladen yeah. comedy homage to a, uh, you know... Western, Western like all the old sure. Western. And like you said, plays a lot tropes. of the old yeah, stereotypes exactly. and, you know, uh, the gang of bandits and, you know... So much so in the stereotypes. It's that Danny uh, funny you say it. that. Yeah, well, the Danny Trejo's in it. But also... Uh, Adam Sandler is, like I said earlier, play his name is Tommy, but he's been raised by Native Americans, you find out, and his name is A White Knife. A White Knife. I'm White Knife. And but I guess it's more of a Batman voice. Yeah, he's like doing it. like a... He's almost a little Nicky. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> really pulling in a lot of the voices here in this one. And he's with you. He, uh, the movie opens up. He's in town with his... Uh, I guess fiance, smoking hot, uh, Native American chick, <laughs> which is her name, I believe. Smoking, smoking fox hot. Oh, smoking is fox. what they call her, <laughs> and that's uh, I guess something you find out too when you meet more of the Native American characters that all their names are like Beaver Mouth, <laughs> she who has no bra, uh, yeah. a lot of hilarious. I guess like, in 2015 you could get away with a little bit more political incorrectness. Okay, and not our, to uh, even get sidetracked about this aspect of it too, but this movie when it was first coming out. Was in the news because there was this big story about how, like, a lot of the Native American extras walked off set. Oh, wow. Because they were offended by, like, all the names (laughs) and whatnot. And it was this big, big story about how, like, 150 of them, like, walked off set. Yeah. And then the more and more the story came out, it came out, turned out that five of them walked off sets and that it was like this big blown up too. <laughs> blown up story that was out of out of, out of place yeah, i mean it's definitely you know politically incorrect if you want to be in the just overly sensitive world that we live in for sure and you're looking for something to be offended about i could see some native american getting offended about it but at the end of the day it's a goofy adam sandler movie you know what i mean and it's not but in the again it's the same vein of that we were talking that it's a spoof on like it's Poking fun at all the old westerns, where like that's how Native Americans yeah, were yeah, portrayed. Sure. As, like, and I mean, and of course, their Native Americans are portrayed as uh, uh, peaceful, wise, amazing mm-hmm. people, where any white person is portrayed as an evil bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much so where the white people have to be uh, half Native American in order to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> <But> white knife. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so the Native Americans are, are portrayed. Uh, amazingly in this mm. movie, you know what I mean? Despite having goofy names or, you know, there being headdresses and all that kind of, you know... Right, right. Things that, if you're looking to be politically incorrect, could maybe be portrayed that way. And I guess pretty quick into the movie, uh, you find out, you meet Steve Zahn, who's like the wonky-eyed shopkeeper, who's <laughs> like not going to serve him or like let him shop there because he's like a Native American yeah, lover yeah. and dresses like a Native American... And then the left eye gang shows up. They also start fucking with him for like being a ninja lover. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I guess is one of the first smoking times you fo- find out Adam Sandler has like magic powers <laughs> that like all of a sudden he like runs super fast. Yeah, and, he's like, like part Native American, part ninja. <laughs> yeah, dude, like <laughs> part Marvel reason. character. Like, <laughs> yeah, part superhero ninja, but. For sure. So that all goes down. He uh, goes back to his camp, and who shows up but Nick Nolte? Is uh, <laughs> claiming to be his white father. And you don't trust this Nick Nolte character. You never uh, do. 
But yeah, he shows up claiming to have like $50,000 buried in the nearby hills, mm-hmm. and he needs his help to go get it. Who shows up immediately afterwards but Danny Trejo? Oh, Danny Trejo. Get- <laughs> Uh, yeah, Trejo shows up and kidnaps uh, his dad, kidnaps Nick Nolte. Yes. He's saying, like, I know you have money in the hills. Yeah. Kidnaps him to go find him, so then pretty much establishes that, you know, sets up the movie. Classic 80s style, uh, Sandler needs to ra- ring up uh, $50,000 to save his dad. That's right. <laughs> he uh, cuts his long hair off into a cool haircut. His, uh, yeah. And it wasn't really cool. I'd say it was like little Nicky looks ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> More like. Well, like then I guess cooler than the mullet. long uh, Native American <laughs> hair. He was going for the white boy cowboy look. Yeah. He uh, realizes he has to get this $50,000 to save his dad. He's going to rob bad people. Maybe, yeah. Uh, Pretty much kind of sets up on like a Robin Hood style mission of like robbing from bad people uh, uh, to do a good thing and get his money back. Pretty much then just sets up the crux of the movie, I'd say. I'd say for this one, being a comedy and all, I'd say we can kind of fast forward through a lot of like the actual logistics of the movie. Yeah, he basically to goes kind to of town. get into the uh, – you know, it, it's really more about the characters and it that is. kind of stuff. So it pretty much establishes then throughout the way uh, 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 he kind of runs into five different people that uh, end up being all his half-brothers. Like, we find out that Nick Nolte hilariously was out banging chicks of every uh, ethnicity and social creed in the old I think there's West. even a line where he's like, oh, you can't say daddy didn't have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But leaves uh, uh, Sandler with like a ragtag group of uh, six bro- five One brothers. One might say a ridiculous group. <laughs> a ridiculous group of five brothers that uh, come together throughout like different, you know, heists Correct. that all pretty much culminate in, you know, big punchline scenes mm-hmm. where they're all done through like, and they're all, like you said, very portrayals of Western scenarios. Correct. Where there'll be a train robbery or a hanging scene. Mm-hmm. And along the way, they all end in a big, like, comedy punchline. Uh, some of them hilarious. Some of them uh, not so much, (laughs) you know, but along the way uh, uh, and then they are then kind of being tracked by the two antagonist groups, I guess, the Left Eye Gang. The Left Eye Gang. And then there's Danny Trejo's gang. Yeah. And along the way, we run into just like so many of the hilarious characters in in cameo roles in comedic relief aspects like we mentioned As- absolutely so i guess to kind of clear it up we kind of we talked a little bit about in the cast but we have the uh, six brothers yeah he that initially he meets rob schneider first schneider you would first say. in the gang who is what paco or <laughs> yeah or a hilarious over-the-top mexican he wants sort of the taco wearing tree. uh with his with his partner Bordo, <laughs> yeah who's yeah. his donkey that they're making like jokes about schneider banging his donkey the whole time there's a, a lot schneider, of implications. I'd say, uh, uh, perhaps mvp of the film was schneider yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Really hilarious. I felt he was uh, a lot of real funny lines. It's all just like his, you know, portrayal of just like a sombrero wearing Mexican <laughs> with a with a crazy donkey, best friend donkey was a funny, goofy character. He got off a lot of funny. That lines. means he likes you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I guess maybe we'll get into that in a little bit more when we get to the brief rundown, you know, of the actual scenes. Mm-hmm. But so that was the first brother. I guess the second brother would be the dude, uh, a young Ash. 
Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, Taylor Lautner. Playing just like the classic... Lil Pete. Yeah, Lil Pete, like the naive... Town yokel. Uh, yeah, exactly. Simpleton. Because I think naive would be is giving him a little too much credit. I yeah. think like... He's pretty much a word we're not supposed to say anymore. <laughs> He's a halfwit, yeah, but exactly. a heart of gold, you know. Uh, uh, so they run into uh, those two. I guess the third brother then would be uh, Hurley. Would be Hurley, exactly. Be Hurley, where on like a mission, where uh, like we said, it's kind of a big scavenger hunt where they get clues and they got to go to Jawbone Creek exactly. and find some palace where there's another clue. And in the hut or the pals or whatever lives Hurley, who's like kind of the the stereotype of like a uh, like a, a savage, yeah, or like the outdoorsman. Uh, yeah. But he doesn't say any words. Yeah, I guess he is just yeah. like a wooded savage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like he just grunts. He's like you know. Mm. Uh, a huge beard covered yeah. in filth He's grunts like a his way. Grizzly Adams, but type. he kind of instead of like uh, since he doesn't speak, he uses hilarious like uh, uh, charades, level sign language <laughs> yeah. to convey his messages, which is a pretty funny character. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but it's good, good to see physical, Hurley in something yeah, since exactly. Lost. Like, good to have Hurley back in the fray. But yeah. some good physical comedy there, and you know, just another wacky personality to add to this mm-hmm. mix. Mm-hmm. And so far, we've got three, or really at this, this point, four just totally absurd personalities. You have the, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Including back, Adam Sandler. Too, back yeah. down to earth a little bit, I guess, with uh, uh, on way to rob like a big casino mm-hmm. in some town, the Golden Nugget. Uh, run by Harvey Keitel. Yeah. Uh, Old Smiley himself. Uh, run by Smiley. But that's where they get introduced to the last two brothers of the six. Correct. Luke Wilson and Terry Crews. Terry Crews, <laughs> the sixth brother. <laughs> and uh, I would say the Luke Wilson character to me was a weird inclusion just because, like... It's almost like having two Adam Sandler. Exactly. Like, I'd say they Luke needed Wilson something was for too, a little bit more normalcy. For sure. You know. But like I feel like Sandler, even though he was goofy, he was supposed to be enough. the grounded one. <laughs> for and sure. Luke Wilson was like almost that same thing. No, it was that's like true. the normal He was relief. not ridiculous like, enough. He wasn't ridiculous enough. Terry Crews was like a very normal personality, but being a huge black guy, and like, it was piano, like And those faces that... he makes, he's ridiculous enough. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, he has some hilarious moments, but he plays like the naive, like, like they say my mama might have been like a, an African American like he like pretends like he doesn't know that he's black that's you know what right. I mean that's <laughs> right. it's like he's a huge black guy it's like that tells me I might be a black guy like I don't know but so that was like a funny you know but he's more compared to the other two yeah like you can count on when, when shit goes down you could count on him more or so you'd think <laughs> yeah or so you would <laughs> or think or so you would think but you're right Luke Wilson not really as ridiculous yeah as the rest. All right, so I guess their main antagonist group is the Left Eye Gang, which is changing. Headlined by Schwartzen. Yeah. Well, I guess Steve Zahn. Well, Steve Zahn joins the gang, but uh, you would say Will Forte is actually the okay, leader of the gang. Will Forte is the leader, yes. Of that's the Left true. Eye Gang. He's just got that funny, like, deadpan voice. Yeah. But yeah. then, yeah, Nick Schwartzen. Yeah, uh, the Left Eye Gang. Le- Nick Swartz and Lavelle Crawford, who's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. Uh, you know, huge. He like, had some great one liners in that. Yeah, yeah, he was real funny in it. Uh, um, the young Sandler, the, the nephew Sandler, baby out, face. Yeah, we yeah. talked about earlier. Turns out to be young Sandler. And then, uh, so they were just a good group of like. And Steve Zahn joins the gang. And yeah, Steve yeah. West joins the gang. Who Steve Zahn plays a guy that has his right eye. He's blind in one eye. He's blind and, like his right, right eye, eye yeah. is like a glass eye. 
You know, and his left eye is the one that works. Yeah, or the other way around. His join... right eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Correct. But in yeah, order yeah. to join the gang, they make him cut off the, his okay. working eye. That's, uh... So he's pretty much blind for the whole movie. Can I say that this will be one of my points of saying that was one of my uh, laugh out loud scenes in that movie. But when he cuts his eye when out. When he's cutting or... his eye out and like bargaining of yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. just being like, because I can see really good <laughs> like an eagle out of this eye. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. like the left one. Pretty much useless anyway. And there was kind of like an Austin Powers, like through the shadows. You see yeah, his like yeah. eye dangling and guts <laughs> in there. I got it. I got it. It only hurts for a second. But him like bargaining. Like a hundred seconds. <laughs> if you want to join this left eye gang, you got to take out that right. Oh, man. I thought that was uh, yeah, for fucking sure. hilarious. And I guess like, we'll cut to the chase. But like, because again, there's really not much point in like going through the actual plot line in this movie. Mm-hmm. Huge, hilarious reveal at the end where it turns out none of the left eye. <laughs> Yeah, has turned there. They all like you can kind of see. And even then, the yeah, that point. IPad, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're all just like, <laughs> "Oh man, did you? Hey, wait a minute! Did none of you guys? Well, I already joined my other gang, the Texas Stubbies, which was Swartzen's other. <laughs> but the uh, the way that was done was a huge. It was a funny reveal that yeah. like. They uh that that stupid son, stupid <laughs> yeah. half blind son was the only one to really yoinked out his one good eye. Because <laughs> in this eye, I could see like an eagle. <laughs> but so they play oh, uh, the kind of the main antagonist. Other, I guess, hilarious scenes along the way would be, I guess, there was was Will Arnett, or there was you know who's the early bank? They rob a bank. Oh, uh, Chris was, Parnell. Chris Parnell, rather. The, uh, bank. Yes, another guy who can just pretty much like kind of say anything, and it's very and funny. he's a very good like wild westy. Plays it straight lace enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, this bank, sir. Was he a... ends up getting diarrhea to death by Burrow. <laughs> yeah, Burrow. That means he likes you. Yeah, he likes you. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> uh, then there was the uh, – I guess they also did the very, like, hack when the brothers joined the gang. They, like, laid down foreshadowing of what their specialties would be. Yeah. And the dumb one is like, well, I got a strong neck for carrying things. <laughs> He's yeah. got, like, a hanging scene where he can't be hung. Yeah. That scene, then, not so laugh out loud. <laughs> there was definitely some misses in this. But, uh, Yeah. That was a good one. A couple of real funny scenes that I felt were really just kind of thrown in there for purposes of being a funny scene. Uh, 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 one, I guess, starting with, well, I guess one that we talked about earlier a little bit, but the uh, Lincoln assassination scene. Oh, dude. Okay. I guess they tried to establish that Luke Wilson was, was like a, like a, a ex-hero yeah. kind of guy that was on the run because of a big tragedy in his life. Turns out was like the personal bodyguard of Abe <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln. That like went out to take a shit, and John Wilkes Booth like did, like assassinated him or whatever. Seemed to me like it was kind of the like a funny idea for a scene or something that would happen. However, kind of like shoehorned into the plot oh man. Line. Okay, like, I was gonna say that's point two of one of my this movie's laugh out loud moments. Yeah, yeah. I thought that whole scene. No, was it was a funny scene hilarious. for sure. Where he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna use the bathroom right now." And Abraham Lincoln just turns and he's like, "Are you shitting me? Are you right? shitting me?" <laughs> yeah. And then it just like <laughs> looks at him in disgust, like, oh, "Yeah, yeah, go." <laughs> Yeah. And then John Wilkes like, John Wilkes Yeah, Booth! just so star-studded. Man? Oh, man, the president would love to meet you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's when I kind of thought... 
that it might have been the Norm Catan hold dynamic. Okay. But real funny scene. Mm. However, they were making a big build up to it being like a big tragic thing for Will Luke Will and then that was it, and it was like, alright, that's funny, but not necessarily like a plot development thing. The other scene that was real funny played no bearing in the movie. I think you might have brought it up earlier, but the John Turturro playing oh, uh, 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 Abner Doubleday, the guy that invented baseball. One really the, uh, funny scene, but in my book, kind of just like a Saturday Night Live sketch idea for that sure. they didn't know what to do with. And they're just like, all right, it's, I guess, Wild Westy, ties 1800s, throw it in the movie. When he, but uh, played no point of the movie, totally out of place, however, yeah. a hilarious scene. Uh, yeah, again, I, that's another laugh out loud moment. When he throws the baseball at the Chinese guys, and they all just like run out of the way. <laughs> I was like, ah! <laughs> Dude, but they pretty up. much just. I also feel like it was kind of the ripoff of a Bud Light commercial. <laughs> they did the same thing with the invention of football. I don't know what came first, the chicken or the egg, but pretty much just goes through the invention of baseball and makes it out to be like John Turturro just making it up as, yeah, as he goes, goes along, along. And cheating. It's yeah, like, yeah, there will be ten guys on each. One. There's only eighteen of us. There will be nine guys yeah. on each. Side. What do they call it? No, this is slicky slack. There is. There will be three. Stri- there will be four strikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you're you're out. That's only three. There will be three. Stri- Strikes, you're out. Uh, make it but it was like the way more well executed than my horseshit portrayal that I just did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was very funny. Yeah, really well done and a real funny scene. John Turturro played it perfectly. But again, just kind of like I felt like it was one of those scenes that was thrown in for comedic relief with really zero purpose for being in the for movie sure. for a two-hour movie. You know, but uh, uh, definitely funny enough to make the cut. Um, I guess a lot of other funny scenes. The whole John Lovitz Whitney Cummings scene was real funny. Yeah, they I mean, played the. They were running a big high end poker game that at the end I guess to go through, but they end up through various scores rounding up the money. Yeah. Then the left eye gang steals the fifty grand from them. <laughs> they got to make one more big score to get it back. Go to rob this huge poker game. Adam Sandler transforms into a tumbleweed yeah, to does. sneak past the gates <laughs> yeah. and get his way in. In, and uh, then it's like run by John Lovitz. Uh, it's like a celebrity poker game. But let's not forget either. The tumbleweed scene was him going. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> that was. <laughs> but then the poker game is like celebrity poker game being played by uh, 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 David Spade plays Mark Twain. No, 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 no. David no, Spade no. plays General Custer. Chris, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark Twain played by. Uh, had to look him up, but Vanilla Ice. Yeah, Vanilla Ice. Perhaps nice. the greatest cameo of the movie <laughs> yeah and then uh what that asshole from the voice was wider blake uh shelton or okay whatever yes yes is. Uh, he was wider, so uh, and then gets robbed by the ridiculous six. Mm-hmm. Ends up a hilarious, uh, a real funny scene with John Lovitz yeah. talking about how he used to bang Hurley's mom. Yeah, or no, Hurley's mom used to work for him, and she was the ugliest. She thing. was the ugliest person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was a funny scene, but that ultimately winds up. In a, uh, how did they all ultimately overcome Lovitz? Uh, gets well, him. Hurley, like, beat him down. Okay, yes, Hurley strangled him to death yeah, yeah, for yeah. talking shit about his mom. Because I guess his, uh, yeah. Um, but so then they end up getting the 50 grand back mm-hmm. and going to, like, the mountain where Cicero was supposed to, uh, where Cicero was going to take Nick yeah, like Nolte. The, the and now all of the brothers are excited to meet the dad, by the way. 
Yeah, they tell us sing a song about it. Exactly. In the woods. Yeah, they sing a song. Yo, yo, yeah. Yeah. And another T spoiler alert, but you might be hearing it later. Yeah. But uh, uh, so they, yeah, so they're excited to go to, like you said, the singing windmill mm. where uh, Nick Nolte and Cicero, played by Trejo. Well, I think they first find because the Left Eye Gang robs oh, that's them. That's true. And then they first find the Left Eye Gang buried neck up. Cicero robbed them. Cicero robbed them and yes. took. Uh, at one point, the Left Eye Gang also kidnapped um, Smoking Fox. Or Cicero kidnapped Smoke. Yeah, but I think they took her first, okay, and he took the hair from them. Okay, I see, I see. But, uh, uh, yeah, so then he hijacks them and then leaves them all to die in the desert, yeah. uh, where the Ridiculous Six finds them all in hilarious. One of them's, like, buried to their neck, covered in ants. Yeah, yeah. Another one's Steve's got on. a crow <laughs> picking at their face. Nick Swartzen. <laughs> uh, uh, what else was I there? Will Forte has a lizard go up his nose. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, so they're all being tortured, begging for mercy. Mm-hmm. The ridiculous six ends up uh, making them change their gangster ways <laughs> and uh, joining their group. Uh, which at first they, which yeah. at first is a hard sell. That means you but, can't do any more evil. Well, fuck it then. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, so then, uh, uh, however, uh, uh, Sandler, uh, White Knife. Uh, leaves the gang yeah. because at this point he also finds out realizes th- that, from a picture that, Danny that Trejo, Cicero yeah. uh, is the one that killed his mother killed his mom and left him an orphan to be raised by the Indians mm-hmm. alright so then he sets off to avenge the death of his mother not getting the other guys involved because it's not their mission Correct. Because they all had their own moms that his dad banged. That's right. <laughs> uh, so then I guess cut to the chase, though. Uh, uh, it turns out that Nolte, you don't trust Nolte from the get-go, pulls off the double cross mm-hmm. and was working with Cicero all along. Well, I guess at first they well, chase no, off Cicero. Well, no, because Sandler kills Cicero with that's the knife. First. Yeah, and that's, that's then that's they're like, we're going to outnumber you. And then his gang, the that's left true. eyes come out. And then he's his like, gang all shows up kids. and the left eyes show up. And then he eats, meets each one of the kids. He even meets the donkey. He was like, you see, it was an honor to meet you. And realizes that they still have, have an extra 50, 50 grand. Because yes. they doubled up. They had the 50 grand from the one heist. And the 50 grand they had to make up for the others. That's they had true. a total of 100 on them. Yes, so he's like, oh, this is perfect. Yeah, yeah. So he uh, then brings Cicero's gangs back. That uh, Nolte does. Nolte does. Nolte calls. Oh, you, you have another fifty grand. Well, I gotta teach you boys something about the real world. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's a very disappointment. like old West trope. Yeah, as you exactly. Trope is that the word? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but uh, a very like enough. old West stereo, you know, classic, you know, movie plot line, double cross. For sure, they have the big gunfight out. Yep. Uh, Nick Nolte steals. That included like close-ups on everybody's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> uh, Nick Nolte gets away with Smoking Fox. Adam Sandler follows him. And then they do some sneaky trick. He doesn't kill his dad. I think they arrest him at the end. Because remember, he tells her to like duck or something. Yeah, and I think it was like a kickback to like the beginning of the movie. Okay, that's true. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, duck, duck, but goose. apparently, like, like he left Trejo with the fifty grand. However, that was not really the fifty grand. That was a bomb that he had put in there. Correct. That's and right. The plan B. The plan B. That's so right. They ended up getting the movie. 
uh, what movie did they get? They got the blockbuster. <laughs> so they end up getting the fifty grand, however, and uh, keeping the fifty grand, bringing Nolte to justice, mm-hmm. and donating the fifty grand to the Indian tribe. I suppose they do. I think. Yeah. Where then Sandler we'll call it a reservation. Adopts them all. Correct. The old uh, Indian, the old chief adopts Sandler them all. Marries Smoking Fox. Mm-hmm. Terry Crews plays the piano with his cock. <laughs> the last hard laugh of the movie. That's right. And it ends with Little a... Pete's making out with a uh, beaver face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he goes, and it, better than a horse. And it ends with a very uh, kingpin style. <laughs> yeah. uh, blues Traveler comes out, <laughs> and they all dance their way. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's pretty much the... Basic idea of it's the movie. It's a gist and rundown. Hilarious it's scenes. Got and its highs and lows. I'll tell you this about Adam Sandler movies, which I kind of realized last night. That And even talking about Billy Madison, where like Billy Madison is such a goofy movie and he's such a goof in it. And that all the characters around him are so goofy in Billy Madison. I feel like as Sandler movies, not so much as serious ones, but where he's always kind of playing a character. As he evolves and kind of like changes throughout the movies... I feel like he's the only person that sometimes isn't in an Adam Sandler movie where, like, he's, like, so straight. <laughs> but everyone around him are yeah, such goofy so, weirdos. Yeah, like, yeah. and there's just very Sandler. No, I mean, there is, there's definitely that element of every Sandler movie. He's knocking somebody out and saving the mm-hmm. day to a certain extent where it does get a little bit, you know, uh, uh, but what's his, what, what's his, like, inferiority complex where every movie <laughs> yeah, he's like right? knocking somebody out and banging a smoke show but <laughs> for sure i mean even the scene where they uh there's just uh, those classic sandler-esque jokes where like even when they like decapitate uh harvey Keitel at one point he's just like i was just trying to knock him out and they're always like ha 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 is that very weird it's a yeah. dark scene but you can only get away with it kind of like in a sandler movie <laughs> yeah of just like being so light and uh so thing goofy. is the funniest thing yeah. in the world yeah yeah uh but uh but uh i guess we'll give you our official uh review later that's right i guess but that was pretty much the rundown the I'd rundown say. of the ridiculous six and before we get into our big official review of The Ridiculous Six, we do something a little ridiculous here ourselves. <laughs> Andre Davi, cue the music. <laughs> Yo, let me ask you. Kitchy questions. Kitchy I mean, Jesus, speaking of uh, hilarious, uh, quick 30-second songwriters, goofy songwriters, <laughs> know, seriously. someone that is coming up and giving Sandler... Somebody that also listens yeah. to the Sandler comedy po- uh, CD growing up. I Old think. Andre Davi himself coming quick up on uh, Sandler's yeah, heels there. You know? <laughs> I got a feeling Sandler follows Davi on SoundCloud. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Although, as we like to point out, not all hilarious... Uh, a podcast parody songs in yeah. the Davi catalog. Yeah, that's where Sandler might have uh, Andre there. All Sandler songs are goofy. Andre's are at least unintentionally so. 
<laughs> but uh, uh, so we will get into some kitschy questions. However, we're going to switch it up a little yeah, bit. We're going to change it up a little bit today, on this episode. As we've uh, done a couple times, but uh, uh, you know, we we ask the same kitschy question often. However, time to time, we like to kind of alter it up a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. whereas usually uh, uh, Devin asks me about the theater going experience. Correct, and I ask Devin about his uh, uh, franchise potential. That's right. And best sequel to come out universes. of Ridiculous Six. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I guess for me, I'm going to keep it kind of similar, although instead of sequel, I want more specifically a uh, Netflix, uh, 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 more specifically a uh, Ridiculous Six uh, uh, sp- Cameo spinoff okay, sequel. All okay, right. we're not going like ridiculous, uh, ridiculous seven oceans twelve style. Okay, all right, but I want a spinoff of you know either. Uh, but all of these listed characters, exactly, all like that two For page sure. cast list. For sure, there's a big either enough stars. Ne- either either we do uh, more uh, exploits of Lovitz and Cummings uh, <laughs> poker game, okay. or we show more of Norm in an orgy oh, uh, in a brothel. You're uh, hitting it close. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I guess uh, of all the choices there, too, is it, uh, I mean, I guess Chris Parnell was killed by the diarrhea donkey. Uh, (laughs) I was a big Steve Zahn fan of that movie. You could definitely do. I have two here. Two that I'm going to pick from. One is obviously The Adventures, and we didn't really get into them in the... uh, the review or the rundown of the movie, but definitely you could make an easy uh, kind of like a Dr. Quinn medicine woman type Western movie, but definitely with Buscemi's doctor character, doctor of the West at all. But he had a big enough role in it. Sure. He even puts the Vaseline on his lips, much like <laughs> Billy Madison at one point. Yeah, like, yeah. Total nod to that. So <laughs> Buscemi is always a, uh, you know, he can definitely make his own yeah. standalone for movie. Sure, for sure. I think a comedic doctor like that. And Two yeah, in sure. the Wild West definitely has reoccurring cast. Correct. Uh, Favreau style in the uh, um, in the uh, in the Marvel series for sure. And he could <laughs> even like other cameo characters then have a chance to pop exactly. up in this they movie all, because exactly. going to the doctor. All Hilarious. They would Exploits. be that would be good for like a TV series. I don't know motion picture. Okay. Okay. But maybe Doctor Buscemi medicine. Some woman. other asshole shows up. You know. All right. There's that. And then also you kind of named it in the what ifs, but you got to get more. Norm McDonald in this one. <laughs> Who is this psychomaniac that wants to get punched as hard as he can in the face by doing a hilarious Slim Pickens uh, impersonation that Norm hardly ever gets to do? Uh, yeah, you really nailed. Uh, was was that inspired by Slim Pickens? It was. It was a uh, Slim Pickens. Norm's only the few uh, impersonations Norm can do. I think Slim Pickens and Bob Dole are uh, his top two. But yeah, definitely want to see the Norm spinoff of that movie too. Yeah, and plus he's only in it for five seconds, so you can really do whatever you want with this character. (laughs) See how he's became such a uh, I forget if it's a masochist or a sadist, (laughs) which is which. I guess he's the masochist. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But uh, so yeah. Either that. Those are the two. And <laughs> well, he, he might plus, dabble in both. Who knows? They could even share a movie together, or he would definitely could be one of the characters that shows up to old Doctor Buscemi's. Sure. Uh, could definitely be a S and M gone too far. Correct. Needed to be broken nose again, but... Doc. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, those two I think are the two. 
uh, minor cast cameos that have the most potential for a spinoff, I'd say. Okay, I see, I see. Buscemi or uh, Norm MacDonald. Kind of looking at me like you disagree. Do you have one more in there? No, uh, no, no. You want to see Taylor Lautner get his dick sucked by a donkey again? And that was one of the most horrific scenes in that movie. Yeah, that was... Uh... That was a good, like, uh, reminded me of Super Troopers, Banging the Bear Bear. kind (laughs) of scene. But that was a good comedic portrayal of some bestiality going down. Yeah. Well, except when he moves the carrot, when he's eating the carrot, and the donkey's actually sucking his dick. And he's like, that feels good. (laughs) Oh, I didn't see that. No, that's horrifying. When they're doing the thing with the carrot. Yeah, I just saw him holding the carrot there. The next scene, the donkey's doing it again, but he's sitting there eating the carrot. And he was like, this feels good. I didn't realize that. Fucking horrific, dude. Nice. But uh, I digress. So no spinoff character to him or the donkey. <laughs> Burrow. I think Burrow. Burrow. I, th- I think if there, if, if I had a candidate, it would be Burrow. <laughs> yeah, it's a Burrow. He can sing, as you find out in the song. So this is now when I guess that's so. That's my uh, answer. You know, really, Bashemi or right. uh, Norm Macdonald. Tr- yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, this is now when I'd usually ask Liam. Would this movie have a theatrical release potential? But again, in lieu of that, we're switching stuff up. We both know the answer is no on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How much we can really There's go a reason with. Netflix made a uh, $50,000 deal with Sandler. Uh, no, I'd say perfect Netflix and, uh, and, and, and perfect stay at home and watch amongst doing other things around the house uh, fodder. But so. I guess in kind of like Netflix where you can grind and uh, – Grind out shows and watch Sandler stuff, a very TV experience. I would say since his big start was on TV, as on not remote control, but SNL. Yeah, I don't know. Close yeah. a look. Really got him going. Five years of Sandler on him. SNL. I would have to ask you, uh, what is your favorite Adam Sandler character or moment from Saturday Night Live? <laughs> oh, wow. Very good. Favorite Sandler SNL moment. Moments, characters. Interesting character. All right. I mean, I guess... Uh, if you're going to go moment, I'd say – we talked about it a little bit earlier, but I'd say Sandler really does kind of define in my book musical comedy Okay, uh, You know, on SNL. He played some good characters, mm-hmm. some good sketches. However, I'd say uh, probably if I had like the definitive Sandler moment – I would have to go to either Red Hooded Sweatshirt or <laughs> the uh, uh, Lunch Lady, of course, okay. with him and Farley. Yeah. One of the best. For dude. sure. And then there was, of course, I think, was it the reunion show where they did like the big live? Wasn't there a big like live Lunch Lady where they were flying? Yeah, well, there, yeah, yeah. Well, that was Farley like dancing around yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Then, then he just got yeah. taken away. And then, then he gets taken but, away and like the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But the uh, I gave you the yo, yo, yo at the beginning. The yo, 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 yo. I gave you the yo, yo. Yo, yo, yeah, yo, nah. yo, yo. Like I said, when you did that, yo, yo, and especially talking about Lunch Lady Land, that song is forever uh, sketched, etched in my brain because. Oh, yeah, we didn't get into this. <laughs> I was in the sixth grade. I went to a very small private school in Delaware. So, in my sixth grade class is when the school ended. So, there was okay. only like 19 of us. Six? Yeah, there's 19 of us in the sixth grade class. Oh, no, just sixth grade. No, it goes from like K through six, exactly, okay, but it ends at sixth grade. By the time it gets to sixth grade, most parents had moved their okay, kids to like a normal middle school where it starts at sixth grade, right, so they don't start in the middle. I held true to the end. <laughs> among I'm like riding this ship out, guys. 18 other kids, so we did have like I'm getting this, my free sandwich from the school. Huh? And I'm sure I've talked about this on the podcast before, but we had this graduation so. ceremony. <laughs> uh, you might remember why I have. Uh, this graduation ceremony at the end of the school year. 
we're moving on to big things, but we do like a talent show. So, like, <laughs> a big end of the year talent show. Most of the kids. What does a young Devin Barnes do? Most of the kids did things. There was this crippled kid, Jimmy O'Keefe, that did karate. <laughs> there was like two other kids that did karate. There was <laughs> two uh, other normal kids that did two karate. Two girls saying like Star Spangled Banner. It was a lot of bullshit like that. I think this one <laughs> asshole did like a magic trick. But I, my friend, taught, had my gym teacher, Coach Herninko, who knew how to play guitar, learn how to play Lunch Lady Sam. <laughs> lunch Lady yeah, you learned the chords. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Uh, then committed it to memory, like all the lyrics to it, and then like did the voices and the slapper drill. And I remember. So it was a one man show of the Lunch Lady song? Lunch Lady Land, yeah. Did the Lunch Lady Land, dedicated it to the Lunch Lady, Mrs. Shelsky. Because she, yeah, who was there? Mrs. Shelsky in attendance? She was in attendance. Oh, I epic. like pointed at her and di- I said, "This one's for you, Miss Shelsky." You, Mel <laughs> oh, epic. And then uh, I remember asking my uh, music teacher, who like ran the whole thing, if I could go last because like I knew I close this bitch. I was gonna fucking slay. Okay, like I nice. knew what yeah. everyone else had planned. He's a and I was like, "Dude, I'm gonna murder <laughs> this dude." Like, trust me, you're not gonna be able to follow this with the, uh, the Star Spangled Banner. Like I went like fourth. And oh, I was like, yeah, "All right, all right, you're lost like, here." Sucks sweetheart. for the fucking last fourteen. <laughs> Poor kids. crippled kid comes up next to do a fucking uh, then spinning I go back kick, and then I do it. Like I, me and the gym teacher like rehearsed it. <laughs> like he learned the chords. I was telling him sixth grade me. Like when I'm gonna come in now, I do this voice. <laughs> like dude, they had it down pat. So I get on fucking slay right. Like parents are fucking laughing. Crying their asses, just, just fucking everyone's dying. Lunch lady drinks, Oh no, that's redheaded. Get Red-headed. off stage, and then they're like, "All right, now Darcy and Sarah are gonna do the Star Spangled Banner." And it's like, Boom. "Yeah, like good luck, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> I got them hot for you. Don't cool them down." <laughs> yeah, and like no one will admit it, but everyone bombed afterwards. Nice, like nice. the crippled kid doing you karate is gonna fucking follow me up. <laughs> what are you nuts? You burned the place down, Barnes. Yeah. Well done. I don't care how good your magic is robbie williams <laughs> now, did you win though there was no winners okay. or losers there it was, was no just official, we're all town no official but <laughs> if there were <laughs> but i was the winner yeah, yeah i mean shut it down all right this nice. kid just did lunch lady land <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah dude. woke up in the morning put on my new plastic glove come on still got it kid <laughs> The, uh, the the Mrs. Shellstein dedication really is what puts it over the Point top. Point two. Too. If I had the uh, foresight to do light work, like spotlight on Mrs. Shellstein. <laughs> you know, right? But I didn't. But she got a call out and they uh, jammed out to her. Amazing. Yeah. One of the, well, still to this day, one of the highlights <laughs> of my comedic highlights, dude. Probably the most I've ever slayed on stage <laughs> was uh, ripping off Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's uh, you set the bar higher. You set the bar high with that one. So, yeah, agreed. Lunch Lady Land, one of the best uh, <laughs> all-time Sandler sketches. Uh, for me, I would say another one is just a kind of a classic. I would say two, both involving Farley. Well, I'll say mine. I guess Schmidt's Gay would be uh, okay. a pretty amazing for sure, one. For where sure. It's the parody of like those classic beer commercials. Yeah, yeah. But in this one, they're just two gay guys. Yeah. and like They just keep on staring at like, <laughs> yeah. hunks the whole time. <laughs> it's like... one of their sunglasses like going down. <laughs> yeah. like It's one of the yeah. funniest things. No, it's very just perfect parody where they're like in the, like, in the, in the pool. <laughs> yeah. and like, you know. Schmidt's Gay. Yeah, like all of like, the guys, like the tight little shorts yeah, and then, like floating by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which beer's the gayest? <laughs> Schmidt's gear. Schmidt's gear. The pool fills up with water. 
Uh, it's a, to me, yeah. that's a that's great, a great sketch. One. A little bit more thought of as a Farley, I guess. Uh, uh, one of the things that's kind of more like the, one of the more famous Sandler characters, mm. however, would be Opera Man. Opera Man, <laughs> bye, bye. which I guess is again very a little musical, yeah. but again just very goofy Sandler, weird, nutty, you know, just silly comedy. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you want to do an actual like character though, what about uh, Cantina Boy? Oh, okay, <laughs> like for sure, another classic SNL Just sketch. Weird, silly. Well, it's like very controversial too because well, the yeah, whole idea true. of the sketch is Alec Baldwin, Baldwin trying to molest <laughs> his fucking molest Cantina Boy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this uh, sleeping bag's only built for one. <laughs> All right, that's true. That's another. Uh, that's another heavy hitter. There was as well the uh, Pepper Boy with Dana Carvey and him. You ever see that one? Pepper it's, Boy. It's okay. Like Dana Carvey is teaching him how to do the, do the pepper do the, do the pepper shaker. <laughs> yes. He's like his uh, his like protege. The chick makes out with Dana Carvey, then he uh, yes. Sandler goes and makes out with like Kevin That's Nealon. Right. <laughs> He's like, oh, I forgot something. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes in for the kiss. Is it? Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Sandler's a part of the. Uh, man, my mind might be mistaken me, but he's a uh, part of the. You like a dessert? I was gonna say yes. You like yeah. a dessert? <laughs> I think so too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like him, Rob Schneider. Yeah, and, I think uh, like Mike Myers, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, <laughs> maybe not one of the more famous, but definitely a catchy line you can remember. Uh, I mean, again, I guess we would think more of a Farley sketch, but him, Spade, and Chris Farley sitting around as the three Gap employees, the three girls. Okay, yes. There's, For sure. Uh, again, more of a Farley, more you would say, Farley but family. definitely Sandler uh, in that big brown wig. <laughs> <laughs> Chrissy, aren't you on a diet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was one of those where it was really made famous by Sandler, the uncontrollable laughter yeah, by he, Sandler. He, yeah, really. <laughs> the before Jimmy Fallon. Another good Sandler-Farley sketch, but f- uh, where Sandler played the grandma and Farley oh. was the little kid, like supposed to be a little kid, that uh, Michael Keaton was the older brother that was like trying to bang uh, Jody Sweeney. Remember this yes, one? Yes, And then he'd like keep on coming out of the bedroom. Farley's supposed to be watching the grandma and the grandma's going crazy. <laughs> right. Keaton comes out and is like <laughs> smacking for him. Why aren't you watching grandma? And like smacking him around. I like, guess. Billy, it- I need you, Billy. Another one with Farley and Sandler, and again, when they're playing old people, is the Zagats. Uh, oh, okay, yes. The Zagats guy. Great call, for sure. Somebody put me out of my misery <laughs> right now. Holy cannoli. We've <laughs> got Stromboli. <laughs> yes. Dude. And another one where Sandler can't keep it together. Yeah. I think it's when Farley's like touching his face. Huh? <laughs> uh, uh, isn't this one also a Farley-Sandler? I remember it's... Uh, now give me your candy. What was that one where he was like, "Would you give the kid your candy? He's dressed as a." Uh... Okay, yeah, this does. Sound you remember familiar. that where yeah, he was yeah. like, "I'm a bowl of fruit." Now give me the candy. <laughs> and I think it's Farley too. He's like, "For the love of God, give the boy your candy." <laughs> Maybe not a cold classic, but uh, <laughs> yeah, might be grasping for straws here yeah. at this point. Must be kind of tapping out, but... Must be uh, tapping out. Is there pretty any- lethal Sandler. We didn't even mention the Hanukkah song. Yeah. Well, I would go with any of, like, the Kevin Nealon, like you said, redhead sweatshirt, the Sandler on the Weekend Update with Kevin Nealon. Yeah, yeah. Because I think he, uh, Nealon would always sing a one point into it. Come on, Kevin, give it a try. It's fucking... <laughs> <laughs> a ding dong <laughs> Those were always uh, classics. Yeah, no, for sure. I do remember, too, as a kid... 
being uh, kind of young enough where uh, uh, Sandler and those songs, other than Farley, just because of the physical comedy, but like I guess probably a lot of SNL was going over our heads a little bit as like you know ten year olds sure, or sure. twelve yeah, year olds yeah. in ninety five. So I remember really looking forward to like Sandler's going to be singing like like sweet one yeah. for me, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, where yeah. that was really you know something that you would. Uh, uh, Knew was going to be a highlight as a 12-year-old. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Not much has changed, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, as we detailed by his latest comedy special. Yeah, still jamming out to Red Hood sweat, <laughs> and Sweatshirt. But so, yeah, I guess that so question kind of uh, turned to a question epic, for both uh, of us. Yeah, but. for sure. But a pretty epic uh, uh, catalog of SNL material, though, you know? For sure. So that would have been, though, I guess I closing up the kitschy questions and getting into our uh, official... Netflix review, Netflix and chat review of The Ridiculous Six. The Ridonculous uh, Six, I think they should have gone with. (laughs) Yeah, uh, really. (laughs) Yeah, really missed Mark on uh, that one. (laughs) I know, seriously. uh, But, uh... Ridonculous Ace. (laughs) Would have been perfect. Would have been if uh, it was from Rob Schneider's point of view. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so this is the part where now you know what we we all came here to do. Give you the uh, official review... Of uh, the Ridiculous Six, I know uh, Liam has a whole... I give it a Rudy's dad. <laughs> Liam has a whole four-point system he uses, which we'll get into. I uh, kind of try to do mine with a Netflix end, although last episode I did sneak in my first sound clip with <laughs> a... Uh, yeah. The Rock. He had a smell with The Rock's cooking her. Yeah. Or, uh... With a live uh, studio applause <laughs> in the background. Uh, this week I'm going back to form. I guess I'll go first. And I'm giving this one... Uh, AJ, uh, let me try to get the character <laughs> here. But I'm giving it to Netflix. And, uh, I don't know. We were watching it on Netflix. And it was not a bad movie to watch. It was pretty good, Elio. <laughs> <laughs> um, my official review is... Okay, I guess let's say this, too. And if memory serves me correctly, this got a 0% on oh, Rotten Tomatoes, dude. Good which call. Is, I'm, I'm, I'm ruling that void, though. Yeah, what are you out of your fucking mind? That must have been some type of... Well, that was the critics' that was the choice. Critics. There's no way... That then, like the ones that we watch, the ones that we always review, the tomato review must mm-hmm. be the public and yeah, not the I critics. Guess. You know, what, but I'm public? ruling that as just like an like an oddity. a fluke. Yeah. yeah, there must be some. Well, I know people logistical that, error. When I told people I was going to watch this movie, people were like, "That movie fucking like the people that have seen it, like that movie fucking sucks." And I remember when you it know, came the one out, person it was I told like, you said the same thing, and I yeah, it was like, little little befuddled as to why bomb blasted. People hate this movie, dude. <laughs> like I think maybe in this modern culture, people found it very offensive. I could kind of see that. Like there's literally a scene like I, I was talking about. There was a donkey sucking a retarded kid's dick. You know, especially when it came out, us watching it now five years later, I think people pretty just much, four years later. We're kind of sick of the Sandler flops. Then he made this crazy deal with Netflix, and the first movie came out with people were just like, it's that same shit. Dude. Yeah, yeah. But to me, <laughs> to this guy, <laughs> it's, that, Netflix and put it down, it's <laughs> that same shit that keeps me coming back every time. Know. You know what I mean? Like, the movies to me that, like, aren't, like, my favorite Sandlers would be, like... From a man that vehemently defended a 50 lot of first people, dates ever like, here. I didn't defend it but i would say like that's not one of my favorites uh big daddy wouldn't be 
Only because we're movies where Sandler kind of plays the straight-laced one, and it's not as goofy as yeah. characters on the side. Even Click, it's like a silly movie, but he plays but like a yeah, serious sure. dad. Like, so what, you're more of a Zohan I'm more guy? of a yeah. fucking <laughs> Zolander or like Waterboy, Happy Gilmore, okay, Billy so. Madison. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. The you know goofy, I mean? the goofy Sandler, Sandler movies. Because they have those jokes that yeah, fucking yeah, crack sure. me up, man. Like, <laughs> So I'm giving this one a uh, yeah I liked it I uh, would watch it again probably okay, if I was like you know stoking up or maybe a little <laughs> drunk and looking for something to watch yeah there's enough funny move- moments in this movie value, too where I at least like maybe not sit down and rewatch this whole two hours of it. But definitely, no, but like, jump around and be like, oh, I want to watch that scene again. Like, for sure. I would watch the baseball scene and again. And comedy movies are, like... And comedy movies with, like, rewatch value just need to have a couple of funny scenes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's enough uh, enough single scenes and then as well just enough other, like you said, cameos and just other kind of goofy shit like that that yeah. you could potentially... Just, like, I didn't even really notice Norm the first time. Yeah. I'm sure there's other funny stuff like that. Yeah, I would watch, like, the poker scene again. I would watch the eye-gouging scene again because, again... <laughs> Him just like trying to reason with him getting that eye. That might have won the movie over for me. I don't know why I thought that was so fucking yeah. funny, dude. No, there were was... some uh, there were some funny scenes. All right, I guess uh, to get to get into mine before we get into a little bit more. But Devin, uh, uh, let Devin already mentioned. I give you the four point movie mm-hmm. scale. All right, where if I give you the four point rating scale. All now right? tell me this week you've uh, mixed it up and they're different Sandlers. Like, if I liked it, it's a tell hoo hoo If I hated it, it's a... Uh... <laughs> Are well, you I'm looking sure at me, you, Yeah, definitely. There's definitely... I could give you... If uh, if I really hate it, I'm giving you the Billy Madison knocks off the uh, clown's nose uh, uh, scream. All right? <laughs> if I didn't like it, I'm going to give it that... I hate that damn Bob Barker <laughs> scale. Uh, if I liked it, I'm giving it... A uh, uh, Veronica Vaughn, so hot. Want to touch the hand? To touch the hand. Oh. <laughs> uh, and if I really, really liked it, I'm giving it a Billy Madison. I am the smartest man alive. <laughs> so I guess those are your impromptu. Uh, you know. uh, Sandler. A couple suggestions, too. If I didn't like it, I would have maybe gone with a uh, chlorophyll, more like borophyll. <laughs> some mis- All right. Some mis- Good call. There. Good call. Uh, so I guess according to this scale, though, uh, so uh, according to our Sandler scale, I'm giving the ridiculous six, and I hate that damn Bob Barker. I hate that Bob Barker. So that's which is I guess would be the equivalent to my hated it. Hated it. What? Which just to uh, 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 to catch you up if you're if you're new to the Netflix and chat uh, <laughs> rating uh, rating criteria. Hated it's reserved to uh, ironically enough. Hated it's reserved to movies that I didn't really hate. Yeah, <laughs> and it's more of a catty grading scale. But it's one of those where uh, uh, you know it wasn't really a terrible movie. I wouldn't, you know, I didn't really want to turn it off. Wouldn't give it the Nick Cage rock scream. However, would I give it a hell yeah slash Veronica Vaughn? You're so hot, want to touch the hiney? I think I yes, don't know man. if I would be really recommending it to people. I don't know if it was, you know, really good enough to you're be acting, a good movie. You're acting like a real O'Doyle right now, Waylon. <laughs> well, O'Doyle rules. Because, uh, 
Again, remind no, you, I mean, if this is your first time, scenes. XOXO got a, uh, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, hell yeah to XOXO. But, you know, that was as well kind of on, on, on a different criteria as that was like, hell yeah as a bad movie. This one as a Sandler movie, I don't know if I could tell a Sandler fan in good faith to watch it. Would you tell them not them to, to watch like it? it? You know, uh... I mean, I would tell them that it was probably one they could miss, in oh, all man. honesty. Like, was there a couple of funny moments? Was the Totoro scene funny? Did Schneider, did, did I get some laughs out of Schneider's character? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'd say probably the best thing about the movie for me was that it was a very well done, like, parody spoof okay. western. I thought it was like a fun blend of them, uh, you know, using storyline and plot progression with comedy as comedy gags as punchlines, you know what I mean? Where there was mm-hmm. like, you know, they had to go rob the casino. Then there would be a big culminating in something funny happening onto the next scene was like a good way to handle. There was some like action hijinks and some funny scenes mixed in there. Barely enough to keep me watching. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, however, at no point was I really like, wow, this is, you know, some funny scenes aside. At no point was I like enthusiastically enjoying it. You so I got to give it a I, uh, I got to give it a happy Gilmore. I hate that damn Bob Barker. I hate that Bob Barker. <laughs> You've tricked me again. Once again, Waylon. Uh, much like a uh, war machine. I thought yeah. you were with me the whole time. And then a quick turn face at the end. I think war machine. I Nick Cage rock screamed as well. Or Nick, Nick Cage horror screamed. I think you did. Yeah, yeah. I think you did. Because I really wanted to turn that, that one off. Yeah. The only reason I didn't turn it off was uh, much like in the tall grass. Just for podcast purposes, for sure. me from turning it off. This one, one notch above that. However, I don't think I'd like. You know, like I said, I don't think I can. I don't think I could, in good faith, tell somebody to watch it. So mm. I have to give it. And I hate that damn Bob Barker. I hate that Bob Barker. All right. Wow. <laughs> an interesting, an interesting turn. So I guess that is then our official uh, Tallyhoo review <laughs> of uh, The Ridiculous Six, which only leaves us with uh, one more thing we do in the show. And we uh, ask hey, Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt, what's in the box? <laughs> what's in the box? All right, so we're uh, getting out the box. Every week, Brad Pitt sounds a little more excited. With movies poked in, and it's getting uh, a little bit, a uh, little bit uh, less full for the new year. Perhaps well, we're gonna have to restock. We'll update the, uh, the box. Netflix. There's been plenty of new movies because out there. this is. I'd say we've done what ten or eleven. This is probably the. Yeah. You know, we've golden ticketed a couple, but so yeah, Stranger yeah, yeah. Things, and as well, spoiler alert, this will probably be our last, our last pit Brad Pitt box. What's in the box? Before we golden ticket the Irishman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give uh, you guys spoiler a Spoiler alert, yeah. already have seen the theater experience, so I've got my answer for the kitchen question ready. <laughs> yeah, and However, I am waiting for it to come out on Netflix. <laughs> uh, we are much like ourselves in the kitchen questions. <laughs> 
And yeah. I'm waiting for the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I think they better they better Stranger Things style yeah. film them and film them soon. The Irishman, the sequel to Irishman. Pesci's gonna lose that old guy charm before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a nice sad old guy thing. <laughs> All right, so Devin is about to reach in the Brad Pitt box. All right, as we find out what's next. What's in the box? Uh, reaching into the box. What's in the box? All right. And we got... Tell me it's another Sandler flick. All right. All right. We got a... Uh... <laughs> Sandy Wexler I'm hoping for. We have... We're pulling The Highwayman. The Highwayman. Okay. About Johnny Cash and uh, <laughs> Waylon Jennings. Kind of. I kind of remember this one coming out. Kind of? <laughs> more recent. Uh, it, with uh, Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson. As they're the FBI agents that are chasing uh, Bonnie and Clyde. Okay, interesting. So it's a... Uh, All right, so this sounds promising. So you said Kevin Costner, Kevin Costner. and Woody Harrelson? Woody Harrelson. Epic. Kathy then, Bates. Uh, Kathy Bates? Yeah, man. Jesus, star-studded. This is who... Kim potential. Dickens, William Sadler, W. Earl Brown. We got two people from Deadwood in it. Oh, w. Yeah. Earl Brown and Kim Dickens. Fuck yeah. So we, uh, we're we talking as star-studded as uh, Ridiculous Six here. Yeah. And I guess another kind of Wild West. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice. All right. Sweet. Uh, so, sweet movie poster. I'm liking what I'm seeing. Dare we uh, look up the Rotten Tomato uh, Dare we tomato meter uh, this one? All right, I'm guessing. Why well, I'm looking? I'm going it up. 70s. Do we get okay? Okay, I'm going somewhere in the 70s. I'm gonna guess. I feel like this is one that. What year are we talking as well? Uh, is, is this a more recent or an earlier? 2019. Netflix? Okay, wow. So, uh, so a hot one. off the presses. The uh, Highwayman. I feel like I might have seen a billboard for this or something. It sounds familiar. Okay, say so now you're guessing the 70 uh, percent, right? Now, I'm going to stick with just the theme of Netflix movies, and I'm going to guess 40%, just because, <laughs> you know, you got to aim low with these things. Now, the score itself on the Tomometer, which is like the critics thing, is 57%. So right, it's technically rotten. Critics giving it 57. I'm more of a man of the people. 74% to the people. Nice. Yeah. All right. I like so, the sense of that. We'll see how this one goes. It's not a comedy per se. It's not spooky. It's something we haven't done in a while. I think just a normal movie. Yeah, yeah, okay. But it's got big name actors, you know. For sure. No, Kevin Costner. A couple of Oscar winners: Kathy Bates, Kevin Kathy Costner. Bates, Woody Harrelson. I don't know if he's ever guy won. that wears hemp pants. <laughs> yeah, you know, I who mean, sometimes plays a, a cop <laughs> <laughs> or like a killer. <laughs> I know. Has been known to play both. So look forward to that coming out next episode, and of course that'll pretty much wrap things up here. Uh, again, as always, that's you know we pulled that one from the box. But if there's any golden ticket uh, things you want us to pull off from Netflix, exactly, movie you guys want us to watch. Especially you we hear... just mentioned the, the uh, got a, a new year coming up and new Netflix and chat uh, 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 contestants going in the box. Mm. So for 2019, especially or for 2020 rather, uh, so for 2020 uh, especially, any golden ticket. 
you know, suggestions that you want to see because we are because we've already got the Irishman coming up mm-hmm. as well as uh, uh, probably we'll sneak in a holiday classic. Yeah, yeah that's right. There's uh, got to be a uh, Netflix around. Christmas movie out <laughs> yeah, there somewhere. Sure. So we've probably got our golden tickets for the rest of the year, but definitely yeah. we're going to be pulling all sorts of golden tickets. We're going to be adding future, a lot of mo- so. no, new movies to the box. We'll exactly. be uh, like I said. Like any suggestions for things that you might want us to watch. And of course, email us those suggestions at thegeekeduppodcast at gmail.com. Or you can uh, leave it on the comment board on our Facebook page, The Geeked Up Podcast, Facebook.com. You know how to work Facebook. Just look at The Geeked Up Podcast. Uh, of course, we're on SoundCloud. Leave reviews and comments on iTunes. That helps us get more listens. Leave your reviews there. Only if they're five star, though. Please, guys, don't be jerks. Uh, yeah. And let's, well, yeah, yeah. and let's pad the stats as much as possible. Yeah. We're not looking for honesty here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Talking to you, Mom. <laughs> Still waiting on that five-star review. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, calling AH. We're looking for a... Uh, but with that, I will wrap this episode show up. So, uh, hey, my name is uh, my name is uh, Devin Barnes. Hey, I'm Liam Whalen. Thanks for listening, and we'll leave you guys here with a nice campfire song. <laughs> When I meet Dad, I must insist on making up for all the time we missed. Uh, what would a Sandler Don't movie be without a uh, sing-along here? <laughs> That's true. Uh, a, 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 a goofy voice and a song all at once? It even sounds like a Sandler song. It has like the whole... Dad, I'm gonna ask him why did he port my mother did say goodbye. So all Luke Wilson had to say. <laughs> I'll tell him I'm pretty sad. <laughs> this turns into an epic as well. Like it's the song that it's the scene that never ends. This one. <laughs> I think the donkey starts singing at one point. Yippee! Why do I have three nipples? Yippee! Yo 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 yo! Little fun geeked up fact: I also have three nipples. <laughs> you too. <laughs> Maybe Nick. Maybe we're half brothers to Nick Nolte. Uh, this is not the donkey. This is Hurley. Yeah, yeah. I believe. That was not Little Pete. That was the donkey. <laughs> and then Sam has got a rocket at the end. Way to bring the mood down. Seriously, even Hurley, the mumbling idiot, was uh, (laughs) keeping up with the gang. One guy was uh, talking about his dick. You know, his high spirits. Yippee yay yo yay. <laughs> All right, guys, go have a sloppy Joe on us. <laughs> Stop looking at me, Swan. Hey!
time to get geeked up. Woo! What's up, y'all? This is Mr. Woo Baby himself, Andre Davi. You're listening to the Geeked Up Podcast on SoundCloud. Yeah, I'm still taking those episode 10 emails, y'all. Woo! Music and gaming, you know what I'm saying. Comic books and tech, stuff you ain't up on.